That's how you usually start podcasting with other people. It's like, hi, Frank Acosta, 635, 1234, Credit score is 620. It's not. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Let's do it. topics from politics, social media, academia, friends and family, you wonder about yours and their mentality. Our thoughts and actions aren't in conjunction and realize there may be an obstruction. The sky appears a different shade of blue when we realize we may be in the shadow of an eclipsed view. Welcome to Eclipse Views, where we see what it would take to change our views, since we haven't had much luck trying to change other people's views, right? It's true. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. <laughs> this is uh, for self-help through Kaizen. I just had found out what this word meant. It's a Japanese term for the Im for improvement in small increments. Kaizen. It's also Kaizen. a really good sushi place called Kaizen. Yeah, it is. I think I heard that in the Godzilla movie once, too. <laughs> really? No. Um, but you say anything with confidence, people will believe you. And that's how we change the world. Oh, dear. Confidence. <laughs> <sighs> that leads us into a really big topic of villains. World War II. Okay. We'll get okay. to that right now, actually. <laughs> I do have actually something to say about right. that. But continue. Before, we could, before we continue, again, I'm Salvador Melendez, and this is my wife. Veronica Melendez. And today we have as guests... Oh, no, please go. <laughs> Victoria. Victoria. Last, last name. If you want to move on. Uh, and I'm Frank Acosta. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I practice on the way over here. Your name? Yeah. <laughs> and the restroom? Haven't been Frank using the restroom. Acosta. <laughs> I've been in the Frank Acosta. Acosta. Oh, and I said Acosta. You Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Acosta? everyone does. Acosta. Yeah. I get shit um, from like everybody who's like, why is it a Costa? I don't know, bitch. That's how I say it. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. Um, a disclaimer. We have sometimes some hard, difficult topics. If you're easily offended, this may not be for you. There are sometimes some hard truths. And if you're not ready for it, I suggest maybe you revisit at a later time when you feel more prepared. You guys are okay with that, right? Me? Yeah, yeah I'm good. We're going to change our shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Um, all right, um, one of the rules that Veto was kind of mentioning is we don't want to give away our occupation or anything skilled we do Good. as of yet because I want us all to try to take it as unbiased as possible without labels. We're that just, makes sense. <laughs> we're just all um, citizens, friends. colleagues, professionals, consumers, friends, family members, teachers, learners, just human beings. I love it. <laughs> I love it. At the end, we'll revisit and we can... Tell the world who you guys really are and what you do. That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> who are we? Huh? That's the real question, huh? Who are we? All right. Um, <laughs> I mentioned before that I got into this through street epistemology, which is a, a, a mode of Socratic questioning. Is pretty much you, you get asked questions and to see how you came to that conclusion. Like, how did you... How do you know you believe this, or how? What what evidence did you have that made you lead lead up to finally like forming an opinion? Did and you what is that called? 
uh, street epistemology. It's a form street of epistemology. 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 I can't even say because of delivery. E. E. Pissed. Pissed. Emology. Emology. <laughs> Epistemology. Oh, there you go. Got it it, yep, it yep, works. Yep. Yeah. Those of you that know Vettel's occupation, it, yeah. it worked. <laughs> Actually, it did. Epistemology. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. We weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Epistemology. <laughs> also, the word conjecture is um, forming an opinion based on and insufficient evidence. Mm, epistemology, got it. No, conjecture. Conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our topic for today is villains as protagonists. So Boom. this is uh, movies that have been coming out like Maleficent and mm. Cruella and Joker and Suicide Squad. They were formerly known as villains first and then they got their own movie for whatever reason to make them as the protagonists. So we're going to talk a little bit about different, uh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Frank is drinking. Very, uh, I thought I was going to go in this way to drink. Right. Oh, thank you, Frank. He's moving away from the I'm, mic. I'm trying, you know. And then Vettel ruins it by laughing at him. Yeah, we did have a little, um, Oh, that happened last week too, guys. So, um, Lisa leaned over to eat a pistachio <laughs> and I was laughing at her. And so I wasn't trying to be rude to the listeners, but it did sound like, because we were actually talking about a really, really deep subject. Ooh. And, um. You hate to hear that. And I was, I was laughing in the middle of talking about, uh, a mass shooting. Oh, boy. So that oh. was not a. Yeah. And so we didn't want to have actual yeah. laughter. Well, we had so to I call know. it out. Right I know. So now we... that's, uh, uh, sorry. Anytime. <laughs> I laugh at a lot of stuff. That's okay. That's, that's what. I don't. Just like that. That was funny. You should have seen his face. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop making a funny face. Okay. Just <clears throat> okay. All right. A um, little bit of a shout out to Lily. She had also suggested Jinx in the Netflix show Arcane. That is also, I haven't seen it, but um, she said that, that that was another character that was a villain that kind of turned protagonist in that show. Uh, we did a poll on Instagram, see if what the interest is for these types of stories, and it was 100%. So everyone said they were curious about these type of stories from the villain's point of view, okay? Like uh, thank you to Marcus, Valerie, Carla, Lisa, and Gabby for participating in that. Woo-hoo. All right, now we have some scenarios, and I want you guys to give me a uh, score from zero to 100 as to where you think you would land on, or, or how you would, what you would do in those situations. Okay? Zero, zero to 100. Yeah, I'll, 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 let me copy that. So here's the first one. You understand the importance of teamwork in your job. You share ideas and responsibilities with your team members on a daily basis. In your weekly team meeting with your supervisor, one of your coworkers takes credit for a, for a time and money saving change in, in operating procedures you devised. The supervisor erroneously thinks your coworker came up with came up with the change, and you and your coworker does not correct the misinterpretation, but allows the boss not only to commend him but offer a bonus. Do you go to your <laughs> Do you go to your coworker and demand the correct demand to correct the situation, mm-hmm. or go to your supervisor and explain you should receive the the commendation and reward, or keep quiet as you do not believe in the ownership of ideas? So zero. 
you do nothing, a hundred, you speak up, but no fifties, no right in the middles. No right in the middles, okay. So where do you guys... All right, do you want to take this one? Both? Oh, let's hear it from both of Yeah, but I'm going to get you know, ladies first, so... Okay, you can go first. Oh, is it you don't have an answer yet? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Um, can I ask questions about this scenario? Gut instinct. Uh, gut instinct. Well, I mean, I'm going to say, like, what job is it? Because if it's like a nine to five, like, office job, I don't give a fuck. Take all the, take all the credit. But if it's something, I don't know, where I actually care about the job, I don't know. I think I'd probably go at a, I'm going to do a hard 85. A nice hard 85 on that one. Like, <laughs> I would think about approaching my coworker, my co-worker. <laughs> my uh, inner Brooklyn came out. I apologize. <laughs> I think I would uh, <clears throat> consider approaching the coworker. <clears throat> Co-worker. <laughs> I, I think I would come up with a plan. I'm going on a tangent here. Okay. Mm, yeah, no, in 85, I would tell the co-worker. I am really having <laughs> difficult with that word. My I'm colleague. Just, I'm, just re- I'm just really nervous. Uh, yeah, with my colleague. Yeah, no, I think I would, uh, I would say something. Anybody else? Yeah, because fuck that. Again, to me, it depends on the job, though. Vicky or Reddle? I'm at 100%. <laughs> you would speak up? Oh, absolutely. Um, first, I would approach the coworker and tell them, like, hey, dude, it like, looks like you took all of the credit for this. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, tail between the legs kind of thing typically happens. Mm. And then I would just go straight to the, up the chain of command. Well, who do I need to talk to? I can prove to you that it was my idea. Mm-hmm. So she's 100? Yeah, I for sure would and tell them you know what i probably do 70 actually and then make make it my mission that the idea fails <laughs> so that it looks bad on that co-worker well, we're just talking about like houses of of hufflepuff you're not a hufflepuff you're a motherfucker i mean <laughs> i like to think myself as a slytherin obviously that test is biased but whatever i think I that's know. what you i would can do it do. again you can do it again i think that's what i would do Vicky? i think i'd probably be at an 80 um, not that I don't like confrontation. I, I wouldn't mind a confrontation with a coworker. Um, I guess it just depends on what is it that the idea was. If it, I know it comes with an incentive. Um, they gave him a bonus. Um, well, a raise, right? <coughs> a bonus. I think he just said a bonus. Oh, a bonus. Whoa, he got a bonus? Yeah. I wasn't listening all the way then. So I think I would just, I would, I would still do that just though. go tell my coworker, hey, like, that you got a bonus, you know, not that I want it, just keep in mind that it was my idea. I don't know how I would go about it. Like, I, I, I <coughs> go about like, it. Go about it, yeah. That's really sweet um, of you. Oh, yeah, but I, would, I wouldn't person. take it away from them. I'm like, you know what, this didn't. You're probably even done this more than I am. So You'd be like passive aggressive, like, I know you're struggling yeah, at home. Probably, you probably you know? see all the time. So I, I do. Like, it does look like you're struggling. Like, I saw your shoes on the way in, so... Ooh, I noticed that you didn't get your nails done. Go ahead and keep the bonus. I wouldn't do that. Clearly, you need it more than I do. (laughs) But, yeah, I'd probably get it. Like, an 80%. Okay, 80? That's probably something I would do. All of that nonsense that you just said. I love that. That's so terrible and mean. What about you, Sal? Goodwill. I think... Where are you at? I think about a 60 Wow. Y'all are so nice. What the yeah, hell? You're, you're like, I want to know. That's why we're yin and yang, huh? Yeah. 
Um, I, I say 60 know. because yeah. it's it's not a habit yet. Maybe this just kind of happened as a fluke, whatever, I'll let it go. Mm -hmm. Once it kind of becomes a habit, then like, I know you're that's purposely you, yeah. doing this now, you're making. That's when you fucking attack. <laughs> that's when it goes to like a But secular. how do you all, so this is really interesting because I'm, I think I'm the only one that <laughs> that's like super aggressive with it. But there's intent behind it. There when would have to be. They already, like, you guys worked on it together, and then they go and they take all of the credit. When the boss says, like, oh, you're going to get a bonus, that was their chance to be like, hey, you know, uh, Veronica helped me out here. Like, can you split the bonus, do something? But on their part, they didn't do anything. And so that's what makes me question their integrity. So if I already see that they're... Uh, I don't know the word in English. Fayando, what is it called? Like failing, failing to to do their part to like help me out too. Like we worked on this together, kind of thing. Like I'm not going to let them do it again. I'm not going to let them make it a habit. I don't care who you are. Like you have to know. Look, this is a boundary, and you crossed it, and you didn't give me any credit either. So what's up? But then, right, that's, I wouldn't initially just be like, boom, right, and like punch him in the face with it. I'm going to ask them and be like, hey, did you get the opportunity to, to talk to the boss about this? Or you do know that we worked on this together, right? And then once they don't say anything, then that's when, yeah, That's hey an boss. approach, kind of like going up to them, like, hey, what did the boss say about our idea? Yes. <laughs> and see what they say. Well, They're that's like, oh. just what, what, what I see it as. Because, like, y'all are going to let them walk all over you and, like, take your money that, like, you worked on this. And typically, True. like, when you work on something, when I work on something, I'm going to give it my all. I'm not just going to be giving some, oh, yeah, uh, a no, little I, bit I think of it attention. depends for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for me, yeah, is. for me, it's kind of like, if I have to turn in TPS reports, I'm like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you take all the credit. I don't give a fuck about that. I guess. Him or her now. I like yeah. that. It's good to say. Camera went off mute. Because women can be, you know, bosses too. I have it. Right you do actually. Yeah. So. Um, We're not gonna say where though. I've mm -hmm. gone to the, <laughs> the boss mm -hmm. and explained to them the situation, and I would have, and I would ask that they never clean me up for that person ever again. And this is the reason why. But don't take anything away from them. Oh, that's another good way of approaching right? it. Actually. Like, don't mm -hmm. take away the bonus. I'm just saying here. You know, this was both our ideas. Came right, right. For me. Mm -hmm. um, however, don't ever clean me up with this person again. They'll take away their bonus. Don't do that. That's fine. Um, right. Because you know, I don't want to be a tattletale. They're, I don't want, mm -hmm. you know, to be right. like, oh, look, Bill Brown is right over there. Snitches do get stitches. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I've heard. That you know. point, that's what I would have done. Right, right, right. Allow the supervisor to actually. just do yeah. what they need to do. And don't exactly. Right, right. So, like, that's, that's definitely in my in my plan when I speak to the boss and be like, hey, look, this was both of us, da 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 You do not need to remove it, but don't you please do not put me with this person again. Because I question their integrity. All right. Yeah, well, there's answers. There's two more scenarios. Good answers, good answers. I don't want it to take as long because I do want, well, we will discuss it, but I want to just get the scores like real quick where you guys are and then... Oops. See if at the end. That's a, oh, a, hit it. 
See if at the end you Are change we? your number. Oh. Okay. So here's the second scenario. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. You go out with your significant other for dinner at a new restaurant you have never frequented before. Okay. It is in a part of town you rarely visit. You are shocked to see your friend's spouse having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From, okay. from the way they are behaving, it is obvious they are more than friends. The couple finish their meal mm-hmm. and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way out the door. So here, what do you do? Zero, do nothing, 100, say something. That would be a hundred for me too, because I've been in that situation. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh yeah. So probably a hundred to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. I did it also. What? I I did tell somebody that. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, we're passing with flying colors here. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, can you go first? <laughs> I'm not like um, solid. I'm going to go with the I'm 75 in the middle of saying yes, because it's, well, I don't know. I think I need a little more Sorry. evidence before making a conclusion. Maybe something happened and I'm not aware of, or I don't know. They have an open relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go straight for like a close fuck. friend, though? A very close friend? Yeah. Very close friend. Like very let's close. say I see mm-hmm. It's me, it's Vet. Mm-hmm. So like we'd go out to like Cafe Central. Because we hardly go to that restaurant. You would tell you would tell Sal on me. I would tell Sal on you. <gasps> I mean, where's no, our friendship, ta- Vicky? Ta- <laughs> Just kidding. I would tell you. Wait. If I see him, I'll tell you. Okay, but Wait, what if it's vice versa? That's what I was gonna say. Why the one with fucking man? Oh, you see something? It's not a hundred. Hold on, that is Wait, fucking and, and bullshit. Frank would tell you know on what? Me. You know what? I would tell Frank. I'd be like, look, I saw Sal. Don't fucking wait. Where? And then I will allow him. <laughs> He's like, did this shit really happen? Did this shit yeah. happen? Hey, wait a minute. I think I'm at like a like a ninety percent. I, I I will. And you can't change the scenario, right? Kind of be like, call him over, like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> right? You can't do it. You see, and that's the thing that I would have probably done. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked. But that's not the I, the problem. I, I would have been like the. Well, I mean, if close friends, if it's a girl that I'm like, eh, I don't know what's going on here. Like, yeah, if you're not involved in their relationship, it yeah, might be different. I don't know their relationship or whatever. So what's your? A ninety. Ninety. Yeah, it's a good answer. Good answer. All right, next. This one. is for for bringing it up to them, right? To bringing yes. it up to the significant mm-hmm. to the okay. Yeah. 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 All right, last one. A close friend is on the most wanted list. <laughs> you know where they are and how to get a hold of them. You hear hundred. <laughs> I need the money. I know what he's going to ask. I know what he's going to ask. It actually doesn't say the money. Keep going. Keep going. You hear hear their name and it's somebody you, well, we had had already said it's somebody you know. So zero, do nothing, or a hundred, report it. A hundred. No question. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) I'll I'll explain my reasoning why after, you know, because I'm not going to reveal who we are, what not, and this goes with who, what I do, but, okay, let me think about this. Do I like this friend? Close friend? Is that what we said? I don't know, I guess. Okay. I'm still trying to say gut reaction. Okay. I'm at 80. Nah, I'd probably go zero, actually. (laughs) Zero's not. 
yeah. absolutely I just I just changed the channel. <laughs> yep, Click. didn't see that, didn't hear Ignorance it. is truly bliss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also depends what that person did, though. Like, if it's murder, it's kind of like, well, did that person deserve it, though? Self-defense? I'd ask all these important questions. But I don't know, I think it'd be a zero for me. I won't say shit. That way you know you can trust me. Zero's mine. Yeah, you guys are keep looking at me like I'm a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> freak. You guys, uh, you guys should be thanking me. I wouldn't turn any of you in. <coughs> so seventy-five. Yeah, I'll go at eighty. Jesus, you guys would sell me out in a heartbeat. I was at an eighty. You were at eighty also. Okay. All right. <coughs> Good. Then we'll come back to these after a few. Drinks. <laughs> Just kidding. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, so now let's move on. So the topic is villains as protagonists. <coughs> Boom. So a villain, according to Merriam-Webster, is a character in a story or play who opposes the hero. You guys, I guess it doesn't matter if you agree to it. This is what Merriam-Webster says, and this is what, they, <laughs> what yeah. the definition is. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Or a deliberate also scoundrel or criminal. That's also. Yeah, like that's that also word. another word or another definition for mm -hmm. villain. Now, protagonist, the definition that Merriam-Webster also has, is a, the principal character in the literary work, such as a drama or a story, or the leading actor in, or principal character in a television show, movie, book, or an active participant in an event. That one I thought sounded kind of vague, but okay. And then a leader, a proponent, or supporter of a cause, a champion. You that guys, excuse me. Is that the definition you had in your head for a protagonist? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So then, also looked up what makes a good villain, according to Masterclass. Says Ooh, a, <laughs> nice. <laughs> a strong connection to the hero, clear moral, clear morality, a worthy opponent, not defeated easily. A compelling backstory, something that can kind of happen to anybody. It's not just kind of a fluky thing, I guess. And <laughs> so it's kind of fun. It's got to have a sense of, um, they say and do things that we sometimes wish we could do. Mm -hmm. Anybody, everybody? Yeah. Sound I'm okay with those? I'm yeah. Board, yeah. All right. So now in these movies that turn villains into protagonists, why do you guys think? they work so well or yeah how does it shift our views well I don't know if they do well um, do they work because <laughs> I would say they don't work for me personally because I think there has to be a, a a way on how to approach that subject so for instance you had mentioned a couple of these films uh, Maleficent, Cruella um, I personally don't like the route that those movies took because they gave sympathy to somebody who shouldn't be given sympathy. You know, uh, the same thing goes for like the uh, the remakes of uh, I'm gonna go off on a little tangent here, but like the remakes of Halloween, the Rob Zombie ones. Those I absolutely despise because this is supposed to be some soulless killer who has no rhyme or reason, who just murders, not for fun, but just murders because it's in his, it's his nature. 
And in those movies, he gives them a backstory. He gives them sympathy. So now we're supposed to be feeling sorry for this character. And I think that's the wrong way to approach it. I think a good way to approach it is the way that David Fincher has said it before when he writes his, when he doesn't write, when he works with, an, with a writer, he usually tells a writer, you have to make sure that the hero and the villain are both right, because that's what creates conflict. And I feel like that's the right, right, that's the right approach to approach a, 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 a scenario like that, where you have to make a, an antagonist, a villain, if you will, a somewhat of a protagonist. So that's, that's my answer. So you're, since you're on that, could you give us an example of a good villain? A good villain. <clears throat> See, this is what like you're who, So yeah, David Fincher, like how you just, according yeah. to everything that you just said right there, because I'm really genuinely interested. I am too. I should have prepared for this. <laughs> yes, let me think about it. I mean, you know, if you guys want to take this one, and I'll come back to this one. Right. Let me think about it really quick. <laughs> Vicky? Does it does the switch work like, or why do you think it works, or how does it shift our view? Kind of like even what he was saying, it, it makes you have sympathy for the character. And so, do you think I'm it a works? I'm a sympathetic person, first of all. You know, and when they show me Cruella, when they show me Maleficent, I feel for that person. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, she skins I, dogs. I know. No, she doesn't. In the cartoon, she does. But let's talk. It's the same lore. She keeps them as her pets. <laughs> in the movie, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Like. So then, in the book, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but in the movie, she keeps them as her There's pets. a book? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Is yeah, that? she does get them. I, I did the, not know that this was a book. Is there's a, this a novel? Oh, the one Dalmatian? Is that what the, the... The movie? I'm talking about the movie, the cartoon, yeah. Like, oh. she skins the dog, doesn't but she? But does she really? I could be confusing it with The Simpsons and the Mr. Burns episode where he skins the dogs. Because it's a parody off of that. There you go, but that's a villain. Wasn't sure. that what she was doing? I haven't seen that movie in years, she's but isn't that what she's doing? She's supposed to skin the dogs. Yeah, so but she, I don't think she gets the opportunity to. But that doesn't mean that she wouldn't have done it yeah, if the opportunity had it for them. What if she really what is she just a complete sorry woman? Like, so instead of, like, a cat person, what if she's a dog and she just yeah. wants to keep them. She's clearly not, because look at the way she dresses. Look at her attitude. That is not the attitude of a crazy cat slash dog lady. The new one? She was not persuaded. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and then second of all, it was Emma Stone, so you cannot do She's just adorable. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that's the wrong approach on giving a villain sympathy. You know, you're just oh, doing it. You're just doing okay, it for yeah. the PC culture, if you will. You see, and this is exactly why these talks are so good, because I was on the Thank complete you. opposite side of the spectrum. I was like, absolutely, I think that this is good, and the reason why it does switch our mentality in order for us to relate to them is that they make these characters relatable. They have trauma, some trauma greater than ours, some a little less, but nevertheless, like things have happened to them and we have been given the opportunity to see it, right? Like, Male- I'm not as familiar with Corella as Maleficent. I think that character, when all of this stuff happened, I'm going to use spoilers because by now it's been out a really long time. And yeah, you should have seen it. I if you're not going to see it, then we'll so, Yeah, you can tell me. Um, she gets her wings cut off, right? And they're stolen from her. And that's an illusion, or what is it called? Alludes to? Mm. It's she was raped. She was 
her 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 humanity was just stripped off of her, literally taken off of her, and he uh, keeps them as a freaking trophy, right? And so that's extremely touching to a lot of people. There's been so many people that have um, unfortunately gone through that, and they're survivors of it. And she does survive, but she's always going to hold this thing over him. Like, she will never be the same person or the same elf, whatever, <laughs> um, that she was because that's gone, right? And so, yeah, we see her as this evil bitch because, yeah, she is. But you know what? Go for it, girl. Kill him. And he, she doesn't kill him. She does him justice by torturing him by stealing his daughter. I mean, yeah, right? I haven't seen this movie, so I don't know, but... It's fascinating, the way that I, I thought that it was really beautifully done. And so that's why I was like, dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a different portrayal. Like with the Corella thing, I kind of understand because I don't uh, I don't really remember the newest one, right? I think I've I, seen I bits and pieces of it with you. Don't really know it very well, so I don't know what her trauma was. I didn't relate to it. But like something with a mom. Yeah, um, her mom killed her mom. Ooh. Her mom killed your grandma? No. No, no, no. Her mom killed her mom. The lady who, yes. is actually Cruella's mom. Oh, Emma Thompson in the movie. Yes. She's Cruella's mom? Yeah, she's Cruella's mom. Oh, that makes sense. Actually, no, it doesn't. And the stepmom, not the stepmom. She, like, gave her up or something, Yeah, she gave it to her. So Cruella doesn't know that that's her real mom. Yeah. So she gave it away to her servant. The servant raised Cruella, and mm -hmm. then she um, thinks that's the her mom. servant mom. She needed money because there was no way she she needed to raise that child. She went back to her mom and uh, asked for money. Hey, like I need money to take care of my child, and she just she killed, killed her. her. She threw her down the. the uh, but she made it seem like an accident. Cliff. Yeah, and she made it seem like an accident, but um, so Cruella saw this. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it wasn't so much of her. She didn't even know it was actually her that killed her. Yeah. She didn't know okay. it was her that killed yeah. her. But she figures um, it out when the lady's trying to out. kill her. Right. Yeah, and so then, yeah, after she's she finds out that her mom has been killed and then she was going to be murdered, she mm -hmm. turns into this, like, fuck y'all. <laughs> and she's already a very strong character before she even knows, finds out. Why are you laughing? Are you asking me, or is that what the character says? No, why are you oh, well, first of all, I'm smiling, not laughing. Yes. <laughs> no, and secondly, I'm just kind of like intrigued by the conversation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm happy. He likes when you talk about movies. <laughs> it, it does something to me. Vicky's <laughs> <laughs> turning red. This is when the camera would Lucky be so good. The camera turned off. See, so nobody's gonna see oh, it. Oh God! Thank God. Like, oh yeah, talk more about the plot point. <laughs> I am on. He's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me some of that character Stop. development. <laughs> All right, go, go, go. All right, well, Frank. No, no, yeah, no, that's interesting. See, but my, my thing is this, like, okay, that's, that's a cool story and all, but why not make that all on its own story? Why do you have to bring in the lore of Cruella de Vil? Because for the most part, Everybody has seen 101 Dalmatians. Everyone knows the lore behind it, and everyone knows that Cruella is the bad person. So you're, the, this movie is just pretty much giving excuses for her to be uh, an evil person. 
Right, it's just giving backstory. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, like, why do you have to bring in something that we know and change the lore up and give these villains sympathy? Why not just create a story all on its own and you can create a brand new villain who has sympathy and that's what creates the conflict and that's what, you know, Cruella made a bunch of money, but you could have made a shit ton more money if it was I don't you think know. so. Do you think, I, I think that because people were familiar with it, they're like, ooh, I'm going to go and watch this because it's a child's thing. Yeah, I agree, thing. yeah. But see, and, and that, so it's that's all the power right there. It's like, a, yeah, it, yeah, you know, because fuck Disney. I love Disney, but I just hate what they're doing with all these new live action movies because that's what they're doing for the most part, I think. They did that with Maleficent. They're doing it with Cruella. Literally, they could have taken away the name Cruella and put Devil's Worst Cruella, the Devil Worst Cruella, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because they could have to do with fashion. It has to do with someone being bullied. Well, I wonder. Um, I wonder if we were to look up the statistics to see which one made more, the Devil Worst Prada or Cruella. I think I'd probably go with Cruella, just because, like you said earlier, yeah, it's sure. it's well, name something brand. that we're familiar mm -hmm. with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just like, well, I mean. That's how it kind of is. Like Cinderella did it. Beauty and the Beast did it. And I'm like, um, well, I don't really like all of this, but take my money because I'm going to go and watch it anyway. I don't care how good or how bad it is. Just like, so then I want to go and see dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't care but I mean, if that's it's a, good or bad. That's a topic for a whole other day. Yeah, but okay. I'm curious about yours, Frank. That okay. well, like if, well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, well, I did come up with some examples. Like one example I came up with was The Godfather. Okay, so when the novel came out, there was a lot of Italian Americans who were extremely offended by the novel because it portrayed their people as just, you know, um, terrible people, you know, who would do stuff in the mob to just, you know, have, it's a way of life for them. You know, they would kill, they would murder, they would, uh, uh, all the stuff that the mob people do is that, is that what the novelization portrayed. So when the movie came out, the number one thing that Francis Ford Coppola said was like, no, we are not going to make uh, my people the bad people. Rather, we're going to make them, I guess in a way, earn the respect of the audience by making it a family film, having the people around them be the villain, you know? But at the end of the day, you see the Corleone family and yeah, like they're murderers, you know? They're, they're mean people, but it's just because of the way that society treated them in that era, you know, you had crooked cops, you had crooked politicians who just kept bringing these people down. So at the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, if the cops ain't going to help us, if the government's not going to help us, we have to help ourselves. And I think that's what makes a villain sympathetic. And it kind of makes, it, it kind of switches from being a villain to a protagonist. Because even though they are the mean, they are the villain, you still feel way more sympathy for them than you would any other villain, because you see the trials and tribulations that they've gone through. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel that's the right approach to take it from villain to, you know, you could say the same thing for like Thanos, you know, uh, it's, that, that's a very left field, but his whole point was to get rid of half of the universe, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good deal to me. Cause uh, you know, like he's saying like that, what was his reasonings? That was world hunger, there was poverty, so many wrong things. If you cut the world in half, you get rid of half of the problems and you can kind of start over anew. Like in his mind, that's not a terrible thing, you know? Now, yeah, the, the character wasn't as fleshed out as well as it could be, but you can see the, 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 the moments of ideas that he had where it was like, this isn't such a terrible idea as opposed to someone like uh, any other Marvel villain who were like, we just want to take over the world. It's like, you have no rhyme or reason for doing that, you know? Thanos had at least a reason that he believed in, which was good enough because I, if you do a poll right now, if you look up a poll, so was Thanos right? You're going to get a lot of people who agree with him. 
-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's how you can create a good villain, you know, towards the, 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 the makings of, an anti of, of a protagonist, if you will. Okay. Um, I ran out of breath. On, <laughs> on that, well, if we're doing villains as protagonists, like the way you're saying the, the Godfather or even Thanos, they're, at least the Godfather, their protagonist, but technically they wouldn't be the villains because whoever is, I guess, standing in their way, like literally speaking, right? Or in a literary term, like yeah. they, they would be the protagonist, whoever's in their way yeah, exactly. is, the, is, the, is the villain. The, the, yeah, the antagonist. And so also with Thanos, he's the villain. He's not a protagonist. I know they both have like protagonist qualities or, or villain qualities. Mm-hmm. But it almost seems, would it change your mind like with Cruella? You're saying you already saw her story as with the, with the Dalmatians that she's evil and she wants to skin them or whatever. Yeah. What if you had seen Cruella first, like the new movie, seen her backstory first without any of the Dalmatians, and then you see the Dalmatians one and they're making her look like the villain, would you have any different? Definitely, 100%. And I think that's a very good point you bring up because that goes back to what I was saying about the origins of a, of a villain. You can give a villain sympathy, mm -hmm. but when you showcase the villain, uh, I, I'm gonna go back to the same example, you know, Michael Myers. When you go back to, or even Jason Voorhees, Candyman, any of those horror villains, the way they're presented to us is these guys are just baddies. You know, they love killing people, they just do it because it's in their nature, and that's why we grew to love them. That's why there's like 12, you know, Friday the 13th, there's seven for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, because we just love the fact that, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to them, you know, and we like to put ourselves in situations like that where we normally wouldn't be like that. So if you were to show me Corella before 101 Dalmatians, then I feel like that's the right approach to creating a villain with sympathy, you know, because it's like, okay, I understand where she's coming from, that sucks for her, and of course she's gonna have this change of mind about, you know, the people around her, society and all that. But when you flip it around, it's kind of like, no, dude, like this is a cold-blooded fucking killer, and now you're trying to make me feel sorry for her? No. Interesting. But how come, why, if both already happened, why does it matter which story you heard first? I think it's just the way it was instilled in me, you know? Uh, like, if, if, uh, if, if, you, if the new Chip and Rangers movie that just came out, if you made them fucking, like, little serial killers, I'd be like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to help people, and now you're telling me that because they had a terrible upbringing, it's, it's, it's justifiable that they're able to kill people? Say, no, fuck that. Like, make that story first, and then that way I'll understand it better. I can connect with it more, you know? Because like you were saying earlier, it's that connectivity you have with your antagonist. It's that connectivity you have with your protagonist, you know? But if you first tell me, like, hey, you know what? Hitler wasn't such a bad guy. It's like, okay, why not? Well, he, well he's a painter. He was, a, he was, you know, Charlie Manson. He was a musician. All right, cool, but he still did all these things. I, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, I, I hope you guys get what I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, you know, like get where to. you're saying, mm -hmm. like if, if you heard that part first. So, like using those as examples, would you, if you heard those stories first that he was a musician and a painter, would you have sympathy? And exactly, like, which you know you shouldn't have sympathy for those types of creatures, if you will, because that's what they are—they're fucking monsters. But I, or yeah, the Joker is another one who's kind—he's more of an anti-hero in my book, I think, because I don't. Yeah, there has to be a difference between anti-hero and you know villains. So to me, Joker's more of an anti-hero, yeah, especially the way that they... Go ahead. Well, I guess maybe in this new movie, but do you think overall... See, that, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. In this new movie, he was more of an anti-hero than anything. So.
So maybe in that res in, in that respect, I, I would agree with him being an anti-hero in this one. But they've never portrayed the Joker as like someone who has humility or someone who has sympathy, you know? They've always strayed away from his origin story. <clears throat> when you look at any representation of the Joker, he's always just a maniac. He's always just crazy because that's what people love. And the closest thing that we got to it was the Joker. But in that sense, it kind of made him more of an anti-hero because of the society that he was brought up in, the world that they created. Um, I don't so, know. That's what I got to say about that. <laughs> do you think anything would... Or what do you think it would take for you to change your mind that not go with the first story you heard first? I don't know. Can someone else talk? <laughs> no, I, I, I feel I, I feel like I've been hogging the mic. No, someone else needs to talk on this one. <laughs> no, no, I I'm enjoying it. Keep talking. Yeah, I guess. Well, this is what I what I'm trying to get out of. Like, what does it take for you to change? Like, how do you know you have enough evidence to make that opinion? And usually. I think there is, I, I can't remember, there is a certain type of bias that happens when you, um, when you hear something first, you right away go with that, and then you get presented counter evidence, and it's harder for you to accept it. Even if it's something like super simple, like let's say there's something you, you really have no clue about, like let's say you're going to learn an instrument, mm -hmm. and somebody tells you, oh, you're going to hold it this way, and you're going to press the buttons this way, and you're going to push your fingers this way. Yeah. And then that person didn't really know what you're, they were talking about, and they told you all this stuff, and then somebody else comes along that actually does know, and they try to tell you, like, no, man, the you're doing it wrong. If you will, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. How would you have known that this first way was the wrong way, and now are you going to just put your foot down, like, no, this is the way I was taught, so I'm going to go with it. I mean, if we're talking about us. Yeah, so I guess. If we're talking about movies, like, that's pretty common. But with us, it's just because we're white and we're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's yeah. wrong. Because we know what's right, we, we know what's wrong. So if we're watching a movie, we know he's evil, we know he has a bad mind, right? That's what we think of the Joker. The Joker has, he's crazy, he's lifting a lot, like, <coughs> he portrays a lot of insane people and what's going on in this world right now. Um, to me, he is insane. There's something wrong with him mentally. Because um, it's not showing me he lived a normal life. He, you mm. know, he didn't become raised. He wasn't raised by, you know, um, he wasn't raised in an insane home. Um, you can see already his, his, his little behaviors are not normal for society. They're not normal. So that already makes him look completely different and that gives him to me that gives him already the opportunity to be completely different and then cause all this chaos and say you know i'm not like you you've already put yourself in completely different mm -hmm. so then then do this and then do something completely opposite of what you think right now i don't know i don't know i think <laughs> almost with all of these villains as a protagonist it's humanizing them and mm -hmm. it's making them more acceptable to society or see so my question is should they be acceptable to society well i think the thing is, is that we're being spoon-fed a lot of stuff 100 percent. so i think for the layman the person who is not completely involved in any kind of uh, literature or um, film um, cinematography different things like that 
we need to be spoon-fed this stuff because there is not a deep thought process. As a movie viewer, we want to go and escape our, um, our daily lives, mm -hmm. right? I'm not sure if this is all over the world, but I know for sure that's my feeling. I don't want to have to think. And, well, I shouldn't give away more, I guess, of, of what my uh, knowledge is of, uh, of, of any of, of this stuff. Do. But yeah. you don't... It's, it's more enjoyable going into a movie and being like, completely mindless, <laughs> right? And just being like, oh, feed me all of these details. And yeah. then you don't have to think about it. And then that's where they, where writers are, are able to get into your psyche, are able to um, get under your skin and be like, oh my gosh, look at this poor Joker. Look at all of these things that he has been through. He has a problem on a physical le level, a physiological, like he's messed up completely. And they tell us all of this. Like, there are little scenes that, I mean, like, in the Joker, spoiler alert, again, you guys should have seen it already. Um, <laughs> he hands these people a card saying that he has a problem and it shows it to yeah. us. Yeah. Come on. Okay, so if you're an artist and you know how movies go or you know whatever, if you're in literature, you know that that does not need to be spoon-fed to the to the reader to the the person getting it but you also know that if you don't give it to them they're not going to understand it and they're going to be like well they i didn't understand that movie it was stupid yeah that's true that's a very fine line and so i think that <laughs> yeah that a lot of times the what that card was super helpful yeah <laughs> i honestly think the card only existed to justify his laugh because like you said, you didn't need to have a card to say that, oh, this guy has mental problems and that, because they showcase that, you know? Right. But there, there needed to be a reason to like, why is he always laughing and everything? I think this was like a very unique way of saying like, you know what, he just has this laugh, as opposed to like Heath Ledger, who like kind of created the laugh, or like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the first Joker, uh, Jack Nicholson, where he kind of constructed the laugh, because before, when he was before the Joker, he didn't have that laugh, you know? So I think this was just the writer's way of saying, like, you know, it's be in, it'd be interesting if he already has a laugh. How do we explain that? A card should suffice. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I agree with you, though. And so, I don't know. I just think that a lot of times, my whole point is, I guess, is that we have to be spoon-fed this. And they want these characters to become more relatable. Right? So they want you to be like, oh, man, they're just the same. Or feel that it's okay to be, quote-unquote, villainous. Right, mm -hmm. because a lot of people have these different thoughts and they're just like, oh my God, right? And you're frustrated and you're angry. And then once they show you this character, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally like this. I'm gonna go and buy a backpack of Corella because she gets me. Yeah. It's 100%. money, yeah. it's all money. Oh, for sure. And so that's where I think that oh, when you get into, um, 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 what are those like film festivals and stuff, like Sundance Film Festival, you have these incredible artists who are just, absolutely uh cultivating these their babies of of these shows these films and they get to do whatever they want to a certain point right like within <laughs> budgets and all of that yeah. stuff but then you get these huge avengers movies that are multi-million dollar movies they can't do that because if they do it their public their fans don't get it mm -hmm. and once a person doesn't get it it's way above their level of thinking, of thought process. 
then it's not enjoyable. I don't want to just go and sit there and mindlessly look at this. Then I'm going to have to figure all of this stuff out, right? So you get, I think you get two different minds of, of it. Or like different, not even two different minds, but you have a spectrum of... Um, of what you're looking at, of who is who is feeding you, just like we were talking about Thanos earlier. Mm -hmm. So your mind goes to that, and it's like, oh, I'm going to look at this villain. Wow, look at all of this stuff. Hey, you know his ideas weren't that bad. And let's talk about, like, Mufusa and, and Scar. Mm -hmm. So Scar's the villain there, right? They didn't make a movie about him being like, oh, he was, the, he was the bastard child. Yeah. Nobody really wanted him. And Mufusa was nice and strong Mufusa. and all of this other stuff. What is his name? Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a year of you. Yeah. At first, I, I was like, this must be a prequel. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oops. Sorry. I'm Mufusa. Because he's like, ooh, Mufusa. No, but you do make a good point. Like, they haven't made a Scar movie yet. Like, yeah. Oh. Because who cares? Oh. We don't need to make a movie. He's not going to sell. He, I don't want his backpack. <laughs> I mean, I, Lion King is my favorite, and I do love Scar. So I probably would, but I think I'd have a problem with that. Cool. Be prepared. One of the best Disney songs ever. Yes, thank you. But when they made the remake of it. Fuck the remake. <laughs> Fuck the remake. That, that is the number one rough. thing where I was like, if you take that song out, I'm not watching it. They're like, we took it out. Not watching it. We put it back in. I'm watching it. And it was like a fucking 20 second. It was, like, it was an it was awful redo of that song. Not even half-assed, a quarter-assed. Yeah, fucking hated that movie so much. Tell us how you really feel. Just kidding. I guess... Still, again, why does the order of events that you've heard it matter? If it happened anyway, why? So let's say, like, just take some random scenario that happens, and then half the people heard this side of the story first. Like, say, say um, Amber heard and Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. Let's say some half of the people heard Johnny Depp's side first, and then the other side heard Amber Heard's side. Mm -hmm. Assuming they had a better balanced, yeah. so how is there even any compromise? Because you heard Johnny Depp's side first, mm -hmm. how are you ever going to, is there ever a chance for compromise? Should there be a chance for compromise? If not, then what gets done without compromise? I mean, that's I think the whole thing just depends on the situation. Because in, in, in that situation, if we're going to go straight towards the, the Johnny and Amber case, I am almost certain there are people who heard you know, Johnny's case first, and there are people who heard Amber's case first. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, just it's court. So in, in that mm -hmm. situation, it's just they're presenting the, the facts and everything. But a big part of that is also what I was telling you guys earlier. It's like they're both actors and they're both um, they're, they're both at least in that relationship. They were both toxic. They were both pieces of shit to each other. One more than the other because of what the facts presented. But at the end of the day, it's just who can outact who, you know, who can who can sway the jury more in their direction. And in this case, you know, everyone already loved Johnny from way back then because he's got a huge career spanning over like, what, 30 years compared to Amber Heard, who's only been in the business for like maybe 10 years. So people already know and love Johnny Depp. But then apart from that, the way he presented himself up there, you know, as opposed to Johnny, uh, Johnny Heard, as opposed to <laughs> Amber Heard, uh, she would get defensive and everything. So people would be like, oh, yeah, no, fuck this bitch, you know. So I think in that case, at least, it dealt a lot with public opinion, which is what I guess what a lot of courts fall under, you know? So it doesn't really matter who you side you heard first. In situations like that, it falls under public opinion. Like, who who, who can I connect with more, if you will, in, in, in a small margin? Um, it's not the best answer in the world, but it's the one I got. So <laughs> Anyone else? So does the, 
side you heard first matter? Or should it matter? I don't think it should matter. I think you, you know, but I, as a society, I don't know. I, I think I, it I does. Think, I, I think that Well, the I, I think it has an effect, but yeah. should it matter? No, no, like, yeah. should you be able to, like, go above that? Like, I, I know I heard this story first. Yeah. But I shouldn't make an opinion right it away. Def- I should, it definitely I should has wait an effect. To hear the other side yeah. and then make an opinion rather than. I agree 100%. Oh, I like, think it, it does it. have an effect. And I think the way we've been kind of brought up, also, I agree with you, does somewhat matter because that's how you get um, hard headed people. That's how you get people who are, what's the word I'm looking for here? Stubborn. Uh, stubborn. That's how stubbornness is created in a way where it's like, no, mm-hmm. I was taught this way first. This is the right way. Whether it's wrong or not, this is my way. And it's, it should be more kind of like, well, explore both options because this other way could be easier. It could be faster, <laughs> you know, and more efficient. Yeah. So I think it, it comes down to a, a, a certain degree of people should try both sides uh, or listen to both sides. They should try both options. But the fact of the matter is that's how stubbornness is created and born. You know, <coughs> like they're, 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 they're deep in their own, like, no, this is the way, like you said, the, the example you gave right now, you know, with the instrument. Hard-headed. Yeah, it's like, no, this is the way I was taught. Why would I change my way? He's like, well, because it's easier this way. Like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do it this way. It's like, all right, fuck me then. Well, again, <laughs> that's why we're, we're doing something like this. That's what this entire podcast is about, right? Is like mm. trying to find a median. I, uh, I'm throwing myself under the bus here, but that's exactly oh, how boy. I am. I was extremely fresh, uh, not frustrated. What is it called? Um, Stubborn, hard-headed. Stubborn, yes. Yes, absolutely. No, this is what it is. And then I'm like, oh, mm, okay, maybe I do need to listen. But yeah, so it's actually like something physiological that happens with us, though. We hear something and that's what you are, your yeah. brain knows it. That's what our brain is going for. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this is what I know now. It becomes And instinct. then when you're trying to modify that or change that, that's where it becomes difficult. And you're like, oh, well, that's not really, but you have to give the other person the opportunity to to hear it out. And I think that that's um, something like our judicial judicial system needs are people that can unbiasedly listen to both sides, right. regardless of who is going first. Yeah. And it's interesting, though, because, like, let's say, yeah, I'm trying to teach you a different way that you've been doing something. Mm-hmm. The same the same thing can uh, be said about this other person where it's like, well, why is this person so stubborn and trying to make me change my ways, you know? Right. And that oh, yeah. that there I creates that. conflict, which bringing it all around is what would make a great villain as a protagonist. He's not necessarily wrong because this is the way he was brought up. This is what he believes to be good. <laughs> and this is what the other person also believes to be good. You know, so that's what that's I think that's the approach to make antagonists with uh, filled with humility, filled with you know compassion. That's the right way to go about it. You don't take, you know, like I said, going back to Corella, you don't take a lore that we've known and everything and that's beloved and you flip it on its head. But I feel like that's the wrong way to go about it. I guess to me it doesn't seem like it was flipped. It's, it's, it's still all stuff that has happened, but you still don't have a full picture. It's like having a puzzle and, like, the more you build a puzzle, you see more of the picture. So right now you only, like, from seeing 101 Dalmatians you only had the little corner, like, oh, this is what's happening. And then as you start filling in pieces, it's like, oh, this is happening because something else I mean, happened. yeah, no, that's true, but it goes back to what you said, too. It does have an effect, because if you look at back in the, in the 90s when the first Dalmatians movie came out, even when the sequel came out, what were the merchandising uh, parts over there? 
it was just a bunch of dogs. You had dog backpacks of the Dalmatians. You had stuffed <coughs> animals. No one really had Corella merchandise. Mm-hmm. It was a small percentage, you know, because it was those people who were like, I like her because she's evil, you know? And that doesn't necessarily mean you're evil, but it's just kind of like, I'm this person, but, you know, it's the same thing we go to see horror movies. You know, I want to put myself in a situation that I would never be in and see how I would survive. That's kind of the same situation that you have with villains back then, where it's like, yeah, I'm not an evil person, but I just like the way she is. So back then, the the ratio of merchandising rights, at least from Cruella de Vil to, like, Pongo and the other mm-hmm. dog, you had the dogs way more upfront. Now, with it being flipped, because now they made her a, 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 a sympathetic you know, quote-unquote anti-hero if you want to, where is the merchandising now? It's all about Cruella now, you know? Like, it's flipped now. Like, now the dogs are taking a backseat to the thing. She's the main star, and it, as it should be because it's called Cruella. But that's just the way that I'm talking about. Like, that's the wrong way to, wrong way to approach making a villain sympathetic or even a protagonist. Like, another good example would be Top Gun. Like, have you guys seen the original Top Gun? Yeah, but I don't remember it. Very okay, much. well, who would be the villain in that one? A lot of people would say it's Iceman. Yeah, uh, what's what I remember. Name? Yeah, exactly, right? That's what you remember because that's the way we saw it. Uh, watch it again and tell me if he's the villain, okay? The reason he is so adamant about being in Tom Cruise's face, it's, he even gives him uh, 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 credit. He even tells him, it's not your flying. You're a great pilot. The reason I fucking hate you and dislike you is because you have no authority for, for um, you know, uh, the higher-ups. But more importantly, it's the safety of your fellow men. You're telling me that that's a bad guy? Mm. This guy's like, no, dude, like, we're a team. We're a family. And you're out there. You don't give showing a fuck up. about us. Yeah, you're showing up. You know? Mm. And I feel like Iceman is a perfect example of, like, how they made him to look at the villain. But honestly, he's, like, Tom Cruise is the fucking villain in that movie. Because, yeah, he's reckless. He doesn't give a fuck. And sure enough, who does he get killed? Fucking Goose. See how you have to spoon feed that to me right now? Exactly. <laughs> Bring it a full circle. What did you stare me down for right now? Oh, because that is something I don't know. I, I don't remember honestly. Um, I did. I stared at Sal because Frank was saying. Frank was saying something about. Um, hmm, how do you remember? Yeah, I don't know. Something. Being sympathetic about like situation. Oh man, there was a lot. Frank, talk a lot. I know. I do. It's the wonderful. worst part is that we don't it's have it. wonderful, but like, I wish person. I could rewind and be like, oh, this is what happened at that exact moment. You see, because like, I'm not like, I didn't, I didn't want to like stop and interrupt and be like, look, I'm staring at Sal right now because of whatever. You should have, because I would have been. Number one, I, I, I did want that. a sip of his drink. Yeah, and, I and so I was like, hey, no, but there was something that happened and it was so, something similar to a conversation that we had. Uh, because it reminds me a lot about of like gaslighting. Um, I've been told I'm really good at doing that. <laughs> well, it's like making somebody else yeah. believe that the therapy's a shit when they're actually not, and you're doing it for your own uh, benefit. Bad gas yeah, benefit, for but lots like of better words. Dang, I can't remember what I stared at you for. Do you have any idea where no, it might have been? Well, someone else would probably jump I saw in. The, I heard the sympathy part, and I figured that that's probably what it was. Well, it's really interesting, too, that, that aspect of it, because, like, Sal, Sal on the sympathetic level does, it does not have a, <laughs> a total amount of sympathy for a lot of um, aspects. 
And I'm not saying it's villainous or anything, but like. I, I, I'm not disagreeing, I don't know, but sometimes like, I think not all the time. Disclaimer: Throwing out there, it's okay. a lot space. of Safe a lot space. of people put themselves in those places, especially when it's repeated, like once, maybe twice. Like you're still learning, mm. get, but Third when it's kind of consistent, like, like right, the same way, like you're on. really not trying to yeah. get out of the situation. You're just, and so you're not gonna get any sympathy from mm -hmm. me. Like yeah, no, you you kind of made your own bed at the same. Yeah, I, I I can wholeheartedly agree on that. Hi, this is Sal. Just wanted to take a moment and let you know all the other things we've got going on with Omniversal. Think of Omniversal as your life GPS. We share our skills and experiences to try to help you navigate obstacles in life so you can either maneuver around them if a detour is not available. So one of the first ones I got going is from our sector called Versal Being. This pretty much covers anything miscellaneous that isn't part of our skilled area. So we live across the street from a park and we've been having a lot of people that come walk their dog leave their poops on the at the park and they don't pick it up. So we're kind of curious as to how you guys would handle this situation. And I mean effective in a way that isn't going to make us a target back to the, these people. So something that will stop the problem and also not make us a target. I understand this might not, this might be asking for too much, but I'm still curious as to what you guys would think. Please send us your suggestions. Uh, through email, info at omni-versal.com. Again, that's info at omni-versal.com. This might be a spoiler for the episode, but my wife is a speech pathologist. She has a series going on YouTube right now for speech development in children zero to five. Uh, if you'd like to go check that out for new parents or if you just think your child may have a delay. I myself am a music teacher and like... Uh, also like hard rock so we have this other series called um, make it metal so we take some of our some popular songs and make, turn them into metal renditions of them our latest one is kokomo from the beach boys you can check that out on instagram or also on tiktok or uh, youtube youtube shorts and, uh, and on pinterest so check those out also for those of you that may not know we're based out of el paso texas i have a new graphic that's on a shirt we're going to be giving away one of these uh, shirts. All you need to do is subscribe to our email list. Just send us your email letting us know that you'd like to be subscribed. All subscribers get 5% off anything that we sell on our website. So again, send us your email asking us that you want to be subscribed. Our email is info at omni-versal.com or you can just send us a message on any of our other platforms, Instagram being our most popular one. And if these have in any way helped, we'd appreciate you guys leave us a review. If you feel like you've changed your views, your needle has moved, and if you use the point system that we've been using, let us know how it has changed your perspective. Moving on is who would you guys consider a real life villain right now? A real-life villain or a real-life villain who is kind of being portrayed by that way? Who is honestly... Whichever. Oh, okay. However your mind All is right. taking um, in. Anyone else want to jump in on this one? <laughs> you, do you have, did you have anybody in mind when you... Not exactly. 
person in mind, but it's almost like one of those, like, <laughs> like in Batman, the idea, and it's kind of just a lot of politicians that have really outdated ideas that are really mm. sticking in people's heads and like again yeah. just because you're used to it doesn't mean it's, it's the right way yeah. or yeah. The, the, the same yeah, thing I, you should yeah. stick to I would like, agree with that. why can't we move on or accept something different like it's literally like 50 years later or whatever like yeah like that episode of the simpsons with the where they banish alcohol that's simpsons reference yeah you gotta love those <laughs> and the punishment is that they're gonna catapult them out yeah. and it's like that's a old law but we're but still doing yeah exactly that's what the it's, challenge it's harder the says law. yeah <laughs> and that's the only simpsons reference i'll make from now on yeah right oh i hope, I probably, hope not, not. Yeah. probably not the kids can call you hoju <laughs> I, I, I don't know about a certain person because, I mean, obviously you can say, like, oh, well, fucking Putin, you know. But I don't know. I'm, I'd probably go with uh, corporations as far as, like, maybe in the film industry just because it's making it harder and harder for original ideas to come out. And it's something that we were talking about earlier where it's mm -hmm. like if Cruella didn't have the backup name of Cruella and Disney, would it have made that much money even if it was Probably such a great not. movie? Mm -hmm. Because how many great movies are there out there that just get overlooked? Like we just mentioned mm -hmm. one earlier, Nobody. Mm -hmm. You know, there's um, there's so many great underrated gems that people don't even know about because the studios are just pushing their own agendas of like superheroes, sequels, prequels, remakes. You know, yeah. and the, the sadder part I think is that as long as they do keep feeding it, like they're gonna keep doing it. Like yeah, we're, we're giving them no reason. Exactly. To stop. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like. And, and, and the sad part is that they have, uh, at least, you know, when it comes to Marvel, uh, they perfected the formula, you know? Mm -hmm. We know how these movies are going to be laid out for us. Joke, story. Joke, love interest, story. We know the formula, and yet we're still like, I can't wait for Thor part four, you know? <laughs> Which I can't. I, I love it, you know? But it's just make, it's yeah. just harder and harder because it's like, well, as great as maybe Thor Ragnarok is and as great as maybe Thor Love and Thunder is going to be, there can be 20 way more superior movies to those two, but you'll never know them. Because again, like you said, we're, it's, it's our own fault to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. So you know what? We're the villains. <laughs> Full circle. I have thought- That's him dropping the mic right there. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought that since um, we actually thought about talking about this, um, just like putting it down on paper, as soon as Cell was writing all of this stuff down, I was like, oh, I know who the villain is. It's us, right? And so like I kept, but I didn't know if I was like throwing myself under the bus again with that. Mm -hmm. But going back to the initial question of do you, who is a real life villain, um, like how about pharmaceutical companies? You know, oh, um, yeah. in the medical industry, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Uh, what about like, is, I don't know. I feel like it's so difficult to pinpoint one person, and that's how mm -hmm. come I like seeing them as a protagonist, um, because I want to know. Mm -hmm. I want to know why you're such an asshole. Or why we think you're such or an asshole. Or why do we mm -hmm. think that you're such an asshole? Oh, wait a minute, never mind, you're relatable? Yeah, and again- Because like you're a human? Or because maybe maybe you are a monster, right? So like, uh, like our actual thrillers, like the horror films of like Michael Myers, mm -hmm. right? Like. 
what happened to this one? Oh, okay, so in the Rob Zombie ones, he was locked in a cage, he was abused, he was whatever, right? And so now you have this, this killer. But that one I felt was really interesting when you brought that up because I was like, I had what? About that one. He's not a villain. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he came from a broken home with a drunkard father, a stripper mother, and it's like, oh, this kid deserves but does, to kill. Yeah, yeah. But does it give you the right to do it if all of us have to monitor what we do? Exactly. I'm and like, I have to follow the rules, so you do too. Yeah, and that's the, that's the wrong approach and to to. That's the wrong way to approach that. Is what I'm saying. There's good ways, but that's just the wrong way. What was our list of? Do you think? Well, what are? We'll get fed. I mean, that's the, true. Sometimes you just gotta feed yourself. What makes a good villain? Like. Let's see, did Cruella, Joker, or Michael Myers have a strong connection to the hero? So I guess in this, um, I guess when they were villains, this has to be as portrayed as the villain, not as a protagonist. Did they have a strong connection yeah. to the hero? I mean, I guess for those specific movies, I can't really say, but like you mentioned Joker right now. Like I think Joker is the perfect villain for Batman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm, I don't know too much about so many, you know, I don't know the in-depth of comic books as much, but, you know, uh, Batman and Joker are, are like the yin and yang, you know, and they've even been portrayed that way in the movies. That's what Heath Ledger's Joker tells them. Like, you know, you complete me, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so I think to what makes a good villain a good counterpart to a, um, to a protagonist, I think it's, 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 it comes down as simple as they both think they're right, mm -hmm. and they're both fighting for what they believe in. Yeah, and that, that's what that creates was, the conflict. That was the other one, clear morality. So yeah. they both think they're exactly yeah. they're right, which kind of brings us back to our episode from last week is what is considered wrong. And sometimes it's not really that it's wrong. It's almost just different. the preference. It, it, exactly different, yeah. Preference. But with with like the strong connection to, um, to Batman with the Joker, in the movie The Joker, there's sort of a strong connection, right? But he's still rogue. Yeah, and that's what makes him an exciting character is that he you cannot put your finger on this guy. He's he's way out in left mm -hmm. field. And oh, you're yeah. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I know him. No, the fuck you do. You do not know him. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think that is really interesting. That's what's exciting about that quote unquote villain. Um, he's just so off the wall how you're talking about like Thanos as a villain. For some reason, I hadn't thought of Thanos as a villain, actually. Yeah, see? Um, I understood where he came from mm -hmm. in the movies, but I was like, man, you are an asshole. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Like, you're, you're just, you're not, you're not nice. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to you. I don't care what kind of <laughs> history you have. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to that. Like, dang. Yeah. You're a god or whatever, and like, what kind of trauma do you have? Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. And so maybe I need to see him as a protagonist. And Marvel, go for it. Like, I want to see this. Yeah, a nice little orange. I've read, I read a couple of the, um, well, I had the opportunity to read some of the comic book, and I was like, still, man, that does not give you the right, like, something about his wife, and like, it was just, it was really interesting, but mm. I'm sure that there's backstory there that I I don't know. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm with you. Interesting movie idea to release two movies at the same time from the both perspectives. So yeah, they, they there is a movie like that, but it's got nothing to do with like superheroes or anything. And that's what I'm yeah. talking about, you know, going back to the whole who's the villain? So it's the fucking studios. There's a movie that James McAvoy did called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. And the movie portrays a crumbling uh, marriage where the wife ends up disappearing. 
but it's a it's a trilogy you can say the first one is called the disappearance of eleanor rigby her and it's from told from her perspective the sequel would be called the El the disappearance of Eleanor, eleanor rigby him and it's from his perspective oh, and then the I third one is what the is what is it called? Again? The disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. And then, but is, is it's it just her? Him? It's him, and then the la the third part is them, and the third movie is is it's the perspective of them together. So it's just one movie with three parts. No, no, it's three it's three movies. I think that released. So are they all called that? Yeah, they yeah they're all called that, and I think the the, the subsequent title is like him, oh. her, or some something like that. That reminds me of um of a couple of different movies too, or books actually. It was like the girl on the train. Oh yeah, see that's another example. I never saw the movie or read the book, but I do know the summary. Oh of man, it. it's I do know the summary of it. It's 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 fun. It's good. Oh man, so the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby in box office only made nine hundred eighty five thousand and seven dollars. All versions included. See? So like back <laughs> then, that'd be like, oh, it's a blockbuster. This is in 2014, 2013, yeah. 2014. That's sad because it sounds like a really cool premise. But it's a really good even, premise, yeah. And then you have James McAvoy, who is an incredible come actor. Come on with you that, know? of course. So that's a you gotta love that guy. Sad man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, show me then. I was able to find it on Wikipedia, so I can, we can look it up later. I don't um, know where you would stream it, but it says Tubi right now for them. Oh, but Tubi not has been killing it. Has it really? Honest. Dude, they, I've been finding a lot of good movies on Tubi. All we see is trains on Tubi because of the, the child. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, expand your horizons a little bit. There's more than just trains out in the world. <laughs> what? What is this sorcery? Um, what were we talking about? Uh, All right, hold on. It'll take me to the next question, which is, do you think anybody has ever viewed you as the villain? I need to go potty. <laughs> no. I'll be no back. potty breaks. No. Potty breaks. Mm. I feel like I'm running away. <laughs> I have to assume yes. Whether I'm aware of it or not, I can't, re I can't answer to that. Um, and the only reason I say yes is because, and even in small forms, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be some, yeah, some like grandioso yeah. scheme. Yeah, you know, like when you hear villain and you think taking over the world. It's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's it just again clear morality yeah. and strong connection to exactly. the you, hero. You're, you're simply saying no. You can't have that cookie. Makes you the villain to your child. You know, yeah. it's like man, fuck this guy. Why can't I have this cookie? <laughs> so that's, that's why I say I have to assume that I have been seen as the villain in terms of that because there's been many times where I've had to deny certain requests where I even know it'd be a good idea to do that, but because of certain you know uh, constraints, we're not allowed to do that. And it's my job to, you know, bear the bad news. And in their eyes, I become the villain. It's like, oh, you're an asshole. It's like, I'm not trying to be here, brother. You know, I just, I can't. But, and that's what I'm talking about, the conflict of both sides believing they're correct. I believe that this is the correct way because, you know, we can't afford it. We can't do this. We can't do that. And they're saying like, well, why can't we? Like, this is like a good idea. You know it's a good idea, you know? So I think that's the, that would be the connection between me and the person that sees me as a villain. But also, we're both correct, and that's what creates the conflict, and that's the right approach to making villains have humility, have, you know, uh, whatever we spoke about before, I, I feel. Vicky? Next. Next. Ditto. Ditto. Vicky? <laughs> anybody? You seem too nice to ever, anybody ever think you're the villain. <laughs> I don't know if I well, it's interesting because, yeah, you mentioned earlier, um, this, is, this is my girlfriend of 15 years, so I'm allowed to say this. 
but I have always said and maintained that she is the nicest bitch I'll ever know. <laughs> because when she's told me stories of how she approaches certain um, scenarios, you do come off as kind of like, oh, hey, shit, calm, calm the fuck down. But she does it in a way where they don't even see her as the villain, you know? Like, she can have, like, a hot-headed person come up to her, screaming all sorts of profanity, and she'll, like, put the law down, she'll put her foot down, she'll say no, and she'll explain why, and at the end of the day, they're like, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? So that's why I always say, like, you're the <laughs> nicest bitch in the world. <laughs> and I mean that with so much love. People are trying to mug you and let you talk about it, and they're actually giving you money, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, you know what? Do you take bucks. checks? Yeah. It's like, I, I do. I post for today. <laughs> That's like what you would do. So I don't know if people would can, you know, I don't know, but you, that's you. My tells me the same thing. No. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't do it. See, so I'm not the only one who sees it, though. I don't think about it. I just say it, and that's it. Yeah, actually, like how you You want to set your boundaries. I see that. um, At work, usually, with work, I've I've worked in different areas, you know, all my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I've never stuck to one area, Mm -hmm. and I love that about me. I love learning. And it just so happens I've never seen it that way. Like I'm, I'm based out of New York Supervisor or a trainer or, you know, things like that. And I don't know what it is that they see in me that they think that I can train people or that I can supervise people. You know, like it's because you have a very authoritative uh, manner to, your, to you, you know. And I do find, like, these people that I'm training or that I'm supervising see me as mean or, you know, but they love me. So I don't think that you're mean right. or even a villain, but I do think that you as a person are assertive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't like that. Like, wait, why are you telling me what to do? No, and like, I think I'm that not- a lot of people thrive with that, though. I think that it's better than being aggressive. So assertive is different, right? Because you are still able to listen to the person mm-hmm. and listen to multiple people and then decide... You're you're very good with that. But yeah, I guess I guess people can see me as a villain in that sense. Yeah, maybe. Very small sense, but. <laughs> Hello. Oh, probably, probably. Um, no I can hesitation. be. <laughs> I well, it's because I heard the question right before I had to go to the restroom, right? And oh. so I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, ew. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, oh, his face. He just went. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm pretty sure that people think that I'm the villain. But they don't know my backstory. <laughs> you should because you have to spoon feed them. I do. And then, like, do I even want to take the time to spoon feed you? Mm-hmm. For the people that I do care for and who do surround me, then of course I'll spoon feed you. Because I love my people. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think that I'm an uncaring person. <laughs> is this a but chocolate pie situation? Oh. But definitely. <laughs> Do you know that reference? You lost me on that reference. No. The health? The health? Oh, <laughs> with the... Yeah. She done doesn't. Because immediately, like, chocolate pie has so many, like, oh, shit, Matilda? That cake. Ooh, and that cake looks so yeah, good. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I think my mind only captures like chocolate something. I'm like, okay, Matilda, we got this, we got this. 
But yeah, no, no, I, I do um, remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer uh, because I don't, I really don't know. Because villainous is very like, uh, I feel like it's very specific. <laughs> Yeah. mean, rude, yeah, whatever, yeah. condescending, maybe, probably. Yeah. Because I can be, well, because I can be slightly aggressive instead of assertive. I'd like to think of myself as assertive, but I don't think that I am. I think that mm -hmm. I can be very easily triggered. Mm -hmm. And I, I spearhead it <laughs> as part of my personality. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And then I'm like, oh, wait. But I'm learning to accept that sometimes I'm wrong, right? And to listen. But that's, that's me. In, in, um, I'm working on myself. <laughs> Kaizen. Or are we all? Yeah. We're work in progress. Small increments. All work day in by progress. day. You know, you learn everything. Part of the question I had to skip was is if the villain is clear and evident. So I guess if we were villains, are we, would we be clear? Like, is it, should a villain be clear? Like, this is definitely who the villain is? Or oh, okay. is it kind of, up um, for debate like no i think this i think it's more like, fun i think it's way more fun and intellectual when you don't know who the villain is when you're not being spoon-fed but that's me personally no I, I, love, I, I agree i love looking at all of the sides of the story and being like "Ooh, this person is villainous because of this and then truly like in movies you end up seeing a little bit of villain in everybody right or what you would deem as a villain because people have their own interpretations of how they're going to address situations mm -hmm. and you may not agree with it. So you're like, Oh my gosh, that's totally wrong. Like, because it's a different perspective than your own. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're like, Oh, well that person's a villain when maybe they're not. So what was, what was the, def the definition of a villain again? Though? Definition yes, of a villain. Let's go to Webster Merriam dictionary. Was Swargal. a character in a story who opposes the hero. Which is what yeah, I kind of usually everyone, yeah, yeah, and usually everyone considers themselves exactly. the hero in their own story, and so whoever opposes the other is like, yeah. you're the it's villain like in, in my story. It's in a relationship. We can become villains, you know, towards our spouse or our, our significant other because right. we're not, we're not. What <laughs> <laughs> has just been revealed about me? You know, and at that point, it's all about respect. Respect who yeah. that person is. Respect that person's mind. Respect how that person was brought up. Yeah. Or listening to or li their side of the story. Exactly. Or listen to that side of the story. And a lot of, I mean, right now it's happening. And I would say the, right now the biggest villain is divorce in my sense. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's no communication between the, that, 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 um, that relationship. relationship, you know, that partnership. So the they've become, they've become shit towards together. one another. <laughs> because it's like, you don't <laughs> understand me. <laughs> you don't understand yeah. me. <laughs> a lot of ships are sailing. A lot of ships, yeah. <laughs> a lot of ships are sailing. A lot of shit's being said. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Yeah, no. And that's what I was. That, no, no. That's a that's a good point. But that's kind of what I was asking, uh, answering your question to earlier, where it's like I'm pretty sure I've been viewed as a villain because when you hear villain immediately, like I was telling you, it's like you don't have to be ruling the world. Yeah. You don't have to be skinning mm -hmm. puppies. You know, like and like I like I told you, like sometimes I've had to say no to certain people, and that's me opposing them, and they're like Elon fucking Musk. asshole. Yeah, see so shit like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking. Fucking ants are villainous too, you know? 
Yeah, because they bite me, and I'm like, you bitch. And they're like, we're just working, brother. You know, just trying to get a dollar for our queen. I don't know how ants work, but, you know, someone else started talking. All right. Um, this one was just kind of brought up for fun by, by Vettel, and it kind of blew my mind a little bit, but we talked a little about it a little bit earlier, and it kind of resolved it a little bit. But it's, it, my late, it's my Lenny from the, uh, <laughs> when they're doing the, the Springfield movies. <laughs> I don't know, Len's pretty and he's like this. Uh, we should get to see I love that one. Um, Jurassic Park. Veto had asked you, who's the villain in Jurassic Park? And at first it kind of oh. blew my mind. Frank was like, who is... Oh, he's just funny. Who's the guy? <laughs> <who's> the, <laughs> oh, yeah. Those of you guys that are don't we, know, uh, Frank and Veto are both very big Jurassic yes. Park fans. Yeah, so. first, first movie is like my top three movies of all oh, time. Oh, hell yeah, I agree. I'm with you there, brother. Um, I don't know. Uh, are we are we talking about the movies or the novels? Well, I mean, no, either either way. I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, most people would probably say that the villains would be the dinosaurs because you know they're fucking hunting down people and eating them. But that was what that, I said. That's first, what animals I about do. It a little more. You know, yeah, that's what animals fucking do. Yeah, you, know, they're you just, brought them here. Yeah, you brought them here. They're just trying to survive in a new environment, which is what mm-hmm. Malcolm was trying to explain to them. Yes. You know? I exactly. Exactly. I agree. I think the, the the villains in that movie is like once again fucking corporate, you know, the the corporations engine. You know, even though you know you can so even just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. do Which something. is the line from yeah. fucking yeah. Malcolm. You know, you you, yeah. you can make an argument that John Hammond is a villain. You know, and they portrayed him as this sweet old man who had a nice backstory about mm-hmm. the flea uh, amusement park that he saw when he was a kid. You know, and that's what made him want to be able to create that and catch that and show it off to the world, never once stopping to think that this is a terrible fucking idea, you know? And then that's when the word villain can be a little bit more broad in where it's like, okay, this guy isn't trying to take over the world. He's not trying to, you know, make money because obviously he's fucking rich, but he's not thinking about the ramifications of what's going to happen if this goes down. He's, he's doing it in, in, in a small way, you know, for selfish reasons, kind of, you know, but... I don't know. Yes, the light is shining upon Frank because he just said everything in my freaking head, but probably more eloquently. And then, of course, you have like the. the, And then you have other villains within that. Like, you know, you can even say that maybe the lawyer was a villain, you know, Donald Gennaro, where he's like, all he's in it for is the money. You know, you're like, well, this guy doesn't give a fuck about anything because he even says, like, you know, uh, he's looking out for a higher class Well, he of, even of says people. that. He's like, what, am I supposed to be the bad guy? Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he fucking, they fucking spell it out for you, you know? So Spoon feeding. You can even say that he's the villain. But for the most part, where people <laughs> think the dinosaur's a villain, I think that's completely... No, I, I think... I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I agree! I agree! <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, 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 it, it took... No, no. It took me a while. Like, that was my oh, initial gut instinct. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the more I thought of it, like... I was thinking the dinosaurs only because like they were the ones that ruined the plans. Like the plan was just to do this, but then it made me think more. Like they didn't just get out <laughs> the on the dinosaur their own. ruined the plan. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, and I agree with you. But you should have seen Sal when I presented it. So I was like, I was standing there and I was like, hey, so for our our podcast, da da da, because we do a lot of brainstorming before we do all of the presentation of yeah. it, right? Um, I was like, so Jurassic Park, because that's been like the only thing on my mind <laughs> because the movie's coming out um, or came out like Thursday, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so Jurassic Park, who's the villain? And I think that I could literally see like Sal's face changed instantly. Like, like my, 
my brain had to reboot. Like, does not compute and then right, reboot. Sure, 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 sure. He sat on the couch just, like, super still. And I was like, hey, uh, you all right? He's like, my brain just broke. And I was like, why? I can't see that. <laughs> and then so we discussed it a little bit more today. Yeah. But we don't want to discuss so much that we don't have anything to talk about, like, during the podcast, yeah. you know? Um, but, yes, everything that you yeah. said is exactly what I had thought. Um, I truly did think that it was John John's fault. Um, 100%. Because he didn't finish thinking about it. And when you, just because you have that much money to spend does not mean that you need to hire InGen to go and create these <clears throat> things that are potentially going to terrorize the world. And you did it with every good intention. Oh, okay, so we used amphibian and DNA. Um, hello, did you not do any kind of like research yeah. about this? And that's actually another topic for one of our other upcoming <laughs> podcasts is intentions versus outcomes. Oh. So. That's going to be a good one. We're going to bring um, up Jurassic Park again because yeah. I like dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, I think you should. But then, you know, and, and then uh, apart from it having, you know, the bigger scale villain, you also have the smaller scale villain that you need to drive the story forward. Yeah, what's that? The guy, the... Dennis Nedry and then Ew. Donald Gennaro. That's what yeah. I said. Nedry. Like, when I finally got the nailed, like, come down to something, I was like, it's Nedry. Like, Nedry's the one that fucked it, it, everything yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You can make an argument for that because, yeah, obviously he sold out InGen. He sold out John Hammond for a million bucks at the time, you know, which, or maybe more. I forgot what the price was. <coughs> to the competitor, but I, I don't know if it was Biosyn, but to the competitors, you know. So you can say, well, these guys are clearly villains, but then you have to stop and think, well, were they created or were they already villainous? Because if John Hammond never created Jurassic Park, Nedry would never have gotten that job. That he would never have gotten in debt. He would never have been. He, he never would have felt that he's from his. Uh, <coughs> he's a slob. Uh, I w- yeah, I, w- I would say from his like uh, minimal backstory that? that we yeah. have. Yeah, like well, whatever um, choices that we saw that he made, he probably makes some pretty sleazy choices oh, outside sure, of this sure. anyway. So. And then I, I, I'm almost straight. If you ask any, any you know, any other people, probably a, a few of them would say like, oh yeah, it's Dennis Nedry's fault that the park went under because he's the one who shut down the uh, yeah, the, 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 the security the, system out here, you know? But, but who what, hired him? Yeah, who hired him, which was John Hammond. And then there's even a line in there that, that he says, you know, your problems are not my problems, whatever, whatever. But then the bigger issue here is what has Ian Malcolm been saying this entire time? It's like, it doesn't matter who you hire. It doesn't matter what they do. This isn't like uh, the, the the whole chaos thing. Like this is going to happen. It's a question as to when, when. exactly. So it's the same thing in our societal times right now. When when is this all yeah. going to happen? When does the shit hit the fan? It's going to. When does it do it? Yeah. Well, yeah. No dinosaurs. They come on. They 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 they're, they're good. They're, they're good people. They're good people. <laughs> all right. And last question is. What are your favorite villains and why? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, Zena, can I can I go back real quick? Sure. Is Dexter a villain or an antihero? Antihero. What yeah, is the I difference between an antihero and a villain? Antihero still does things for a good cause, but does kind of questionable things to do the good cause. Mm-hmm. Like Peter Pan. Peter Pan's an antihero. Wait, what? Oh wow! I kind of yeah. caught the end of this. Yeah. I mean, Peter Pan. Uh, Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Robin but Hood. what about Peter Pan also? <laughs> no, yeah, I was but Peter say, Pan freaking kidnaps, kidnaps these kids. children. Makes them the lost boys. 
He kidnaps children. He, and then you oh know what? I'm not God. saying let's not pedophile even, I don't. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I'm not a big fan of Peter Pan, but I never even like. Well, now you know why? Because you thought he was gonna kidnap you. No, I didn't even care. Like what a pedo. Could have been. Here we are talking about Robin Hood. That's an anti-hero, right? Like spelled out for us. Oh yeah. my gosh, I have to go and look at Peter Pan yeah. again and, and think about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Way. But and Robin Hood would definitely be one because he's doing the actions that a villain would normally do. He's stealing, you know, but he's doing it for, in his mind, a good purpose, which is stealing from the rich and giving to my people, the poor. So yeah, I think that's a good example of being an anti-hero. <laughs> there was a card, uh, short little comic strip I saw once. Uh, he steals the money and then gives it to somebody poor. And then the poor person's like, I'm rich. And then he just gives them squinty eyes down. Distribution. Okay, so I'm so sorry. I, I had to sway from that because it had been on my mind for a while. All right. Uh, so favorite villains and why? I'm actually looking some up. <laughs> my mind is racing right now. Like, okay, so, like, yeah, are, are we talking about based on the subject matter, which is villains who are... No, just the Just in general. Say, I would say a villain, just, like... Just in general. Even if it's not, like, clear or evident, like we said earlier. Like, but okay, it, it okay. seems like probably their name is not on the title of the, of this, of the production or whatever it is. Um, haters. It's not on it? Yeah, yeah, so, like, it, it wouldn't be Cruella or wouldn't be... Like, it, it, it can be those, but maybe before you saw their backstory or whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, man, this one broke my brain. Let me go back. Yeah, or, or, or just in general, right? Mine. <gasps> I thought of... Okay, go ahead. Again, from the, the best movie of all time, The Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, actually, I was going to Two-Face. Oh. Two-Face. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I, I liked his fairness and you chaos. You know what? Yeah. Theory, that it wasn't. It was unbiased. Yeah. And just flip of the coin, whatever. Like, and to me, like I, I don't know. I feel and like it did change my perspective. No, like, yeah, no, you're right. Thing, and like, in his mind, his actions were justifiable because of the way he was, you know, the cards he was dealt with. With mm-hmm. the yeah, no, no, that's a really good example, actually. So like or choice. Yeah, it it, it changed my like the the way I thought about just different things that happen sometimes. To me, I don't always think things happen for a reason in the sense that, like, they happen for some higher sense reason that somebody, some higher power put you there. It's kind of your choices kind of sometimes led you there. For the most part, I think your own choices lead you there. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's out of chance. Like, I sometimes watch the car accident videos on YouTube and I was like, Oh, a lot of times, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I, I like to think that like you put yourself in those situations, and there's some that was like, there's no way, like you, there's that no way of foul, avoiding that. Yeah. Like yeah. no matter what you did, there was you're you're screwed. Yeah, I agree. Anybody else? I don't know. I think I had one. I forgot. <laughs> I really like Bane. Um. In general, Batman. or is or is there a specific iteration? It was a specific iteration. one, the, okay. the Hardy, Hardy Bane. From Batman Forever. Yeah, nice. and I just no. like, no, <laughs> not, no, 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 no. She kept, she kept going, though. She, she kept going. That's because I'm thinking of Does my rationale for it. Does anybody remember the actor for that one? The what? 
Does anyone remember the actor from that one? I think he was a wrestler, but I, I could be wrong. I don't even I don't know remember. what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen that one? Here we go. Like, it was it Forever? It was Batman oh, no. and Robin, wasn't it? The one oh. with Mr. Freeze? No, because he was oh, with Poison right. Ivy. That's right. And which was Poison Ivy? No, no. no, you're right. I think that one is Batman the fourth and Robin. one. Because I think I, I can tolerate Forever. You're right, because the third one is uh, and Riddler and Two-Face, right? Yes. So the fourth one is Ivy and uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh-huh. And yeah, yeah, it's the fourth one. Batman and Robin, I think, mm-hmm. was the one that one was it? Oh my gosh. One, one of the best ones. I mean, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> so nobody ever seen got the, you, got, you got these bad boys. <laughs> and, just, then, and then you got the shot of the... little tiny nips. With the bulge. <laughs> Ew. I don't know why that shot is in there at a little bit of a Dutch angle. <laughs> don't know why. Well, I mean, the director was was gay, so you can maybe kind of like, all right, maybe. Just had to get in a crotch shot. Because even in The Lost Boys that he directed, there's a lot of sexual innuendos leading more toward the homosexuality route. So it's like, all right, cool. You be you, dog. You be you. But it's interesting. Anyways, Bane, which iteration was it? I like that he's a protector. You know, he didn't Mm -hmm. really have a whole lot of malintention with that other than to protect Talia. And so I liked that. I like that he okay. kept his word, right? Like he had told her father yeah. that he no, was going to protect did. her, and he did yeah. uh, till the very, very end. Um, I have some issues with that movie, but nevertheless, that <laughs> uh, freaking Talia, God, she gets on my fucking nerves. Um, it's a terrible death scene. My gosh, I can't even. Like, yeah, doesn't she like? <clears throat> are you fucking kidding me? Double chin and all. Oh, she, and then she like takes a peek. She almost has yeah. the, the X's like marked on oh, her eyelids. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But I liked that Bane kept his word. I liked that he was a protector. And that was, uh, even though he was a quote unquote villain, I... He had his own morality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I would probably say I have, off the top of my head, I have four villains that I absolutely adore. And I think... Three of them are from Stanley Kubrick movies. So the first one would be Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey. It's just something so so unnerving and creepy about a sentient that has grown to a certain level that you're kind of like, holy shit, this thing is like... has no sympathy. Ex- like exactly, you're not going to be exactly, able to yeah. reason with it at all. Or anything. And that's why it, you know, he's kind of like the perfect... And then the worst part is the fact that you're in space. You're 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 literally. You can't go nowhere. So you have you have to hit this villain head on. There's no other way. Like oh, I'll just move states. No, you're you're in the fucking space station. You know. So I think he's one of my favorite villains. Another one would be uh, Jack Torrance from The Shining. I, I love him. I love the the Stanley Kubrick one. The novelization not so much because while he is a good villain. He does, King does manage to kind of uh, uh, play on the whole, what we were just talking about, you know, the sympathy aspect of it. And he does a great job of it. And it's a great character, but just something about the way that Stanley portrayed Jack, I love them. Because again, that's another one of those instances where, I'm, I'm trying to see a panel with Stanley Kubrick now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> but that's another one of those instances where you're gonna have to hit this, I mean, you're gonna have to hit this head on. You know, you're, 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 you're stuck in this, huge grand hotel for months on end with no way out with no way out and the one person that you should trust and love wants to fucking murder you you know the and helplessness yeah yeah exactly and just the way he portrayed him i thought was great then my third one would have to be al 
Felix from A Clockwork Orange. And only because, again, no rhyme or reason to him. He is literally just the personification of evil. You know, he kills, he rapes, he steals. He, it's just debauchery, you know? And it goes back to one of those things where, like, you know, I don't want to do any of those things. But I always sometimes just picture myself like, man, you know, if, if – if, uh, and, and I, I, I've heard that this is mainly what guys think, you know, like if we're ever in like a, in a situation where like, man, what if men just came in right now? Like would I take them out? Like ninjas. ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how, how would I approach this? Or it, get, it gets to the point where I've had some of my other friends say like, you know, if I was on one of those united planes from the Twin Towers, like I'd take them down. It's like, okay, bitch, calm down, you know. But men have that – I don't know what it is. Like we, we, we put ourselves in that situation where like what would we do? So there have been times where I'm like, I wonder what it would be like, feel like to kill a man, you know? And Alex is that, you know, he has no rhyme or reason. He'll just do it like this. And you kind of like not put yourself in that shoes, but like, holy shit, this guy's just fucking sadistic. And I kind of like that, you know? So I was thinking that's one of my, the, 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 my third favorite villain. And then my other one would be the T-800 from T2. Unstoppable. Love him. <laughs> He's just so good. You know, and once you think you have a handle on him, once you think you've read the instruction manual, <laughs> he flips it on you, dude. Motherfuckers made out of like liquid metal. How are you going to, you know, fight against that? And James Cameron, being the fucking brilliant writer he is, he finds a way. And just when you think you found a way, no, dude, you freeze the motherfucker, and guess what he does? He melts and composes himself. Brilliant fucking villain. But <laughs> next, Vicky. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not gonna go after that. <laughs> Cruella. Whatever. Cool. I was going to say Wanda. Wanda. She's cool. She was. No, Wanda. Yeah. Two words. I was just going to say Wanda just because that I like talking about. I don't want to go into a whole detailed like her mom or like why she did whatever she did. I'm like, yes, it's mean, it's bad, but she did it out of love for her, for her kids, her own for her, reason. for her own selfishness. We do those things for our own selfishness mm-hmm. as well. So, but we learned her story. We, yeah. We learned her story. We learned her story in, that's what Sal and I had a discussion about Wanda and um, the multiverse. Because I was like, well, isn't she a protagonist? And isn't she like um, a villain? I was like, I, I saw her as one of the main characters. Yeah, 100%. There's even that line in Doctor Strange, like, you know, when you do this, you're a hero. But when I do it, I'm a villain. Yeah. That's not fair, is it? It's like that's a that's a really good way of portraying your villains as a you know, as a quote unquote protagonist. Because yeah. she was doing what she was what she thought was right, which was honestly talk to any mother and father, and that's probably like you're doing it for the fucking your children. Absolutely. You know, you're no. telling me like that's that's a bad thing, but then the other people are like, yes, it is, and it's like, bitch, no, it's not. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a good. No, no, yeah, and that's exactly choice. how um, <clears throat> I agree. All right. Now that we have all this context, do you think it, your your scenarios from earlier change at all? Okay. Remember? Yeah. To say the uh, yeah, you have no, to repeat first, them again. First scenario is the one with uh, the teamwork one, where somebody took credit for your work. I would still do what I would do. I would make sure that that project fails and <laughs> make sure that it's well known that it was his idea. So since, since he wants all the credit, you know. And since you were the creator, you know how to make it fail. Exactly. So I think I would stick with my first answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I stick with my same answer. Yeah. I think it might change it a little bit. I think uh, instead of being at the 100%, I would probably drop it down just a little bit and 
maybe um, try to be a little softer and talk to them and see if there was any kind of rationale for them not saying anything. But I would definitely set the boundaries and I would talk to the boss about it still. But yeah, you guys softened me up a little bit. Nice. And that's what we do here on this podcast. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because you don't like you don't have to be so hurtful to people to make yeah. them realize that they're fucking idiots. True. Yeah. Right? Um, and oh, I, yeah. my, my first reaction was like, I'm going to make them feel really bad about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe I don't have to be as balls to the wall with it. You know, <laughs> maybe I could be a little softer with it and be like, Hey, is everything all right? Um, is there a reason why you fucked me over? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I I'm, question I'm, it. That might sound like a joke, but I kind of <laughs> so feel yeah, what you're I, going I think with that it. I yeah, would no. probably drop it down to. Sorry, Frank. Oh, you're good. I kicked him under the table, guys. Um, probably okay. drop hurts, him okay. down to like <laughs> instead of 180. What did you say? It hurt, but I'm good. <laughs> it hurt, but I'm good. <laughs> Don't. Which it didn't. That's just called comedy, folks. <laughs> oh. Thank you for spoon feeding that test. I have to full circle. So from uh, 100 to an 80. Second scenario, what was it? Um, well, did you change? Um, oh, yeah, I forgot that you're part of this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you can hear that. I guess, again, it depends on context. Like, if, mm. that's what all the questions we were asking for at first, but I feel like you usually, should look for the context. Usually, gut reaction. I wanted to go for gut reaction, see what you guys would do. Like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. I'm, I'm telling you. Or, that was <laughs> or like, eh, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. I feel like you two kind of do one of these. Like, Hmm. Whereas me, everyone like. I think you know. a lot about what I'm about to say. Yes, I, 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 I think yes. a lot. I think there's. I think that that's that in every relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Milk and chocolate, if you will. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what that one was about. Yeah. I just. I think I just want some chocolate milk, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. We need you. Some Nesquik, dude. We need you all. Whenever we can't stand up for ourselves, we need you to stand up for us. That's true. And whenever you need to like tone down. Yeah. Oh, I have a, have bring a cold. It down. Bring it down. Bring it down. Drink its mouth with the soup. You're like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next one was when you see your your friend with another person out in public. Oh yeah. No, that one. That one I've done. So yeah, 100. percent I would tell. You still stay on yeah. there. Just because you know it's bros before hoes. Little. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really do feel like it depends on the the situation if you have any backstory <laughs> to it. But um, I actually did do that with one of my friends. Um, Wait, on the last one, did you change the number then? I, you were at a hundred before, so were you? Yes, uh, you're not listening to me. I, I dropped it down to eighty. Eighty. Yeah, she. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> Wait, on the last one, did you skip? <laughs> Wait, one more time. You you saw hundred. It's a 20, folks. right? I'm going to bed. It's really fucking at, late, guys. And I was at 60. What? He was at 60, so he's debating about what number he's at now. Uh, probably. Like a hard 61. <laughs> <laughs> I might have lowered. Maybe 55. I don't know. Oh, a soft 55. Dang. Very nice. Very nice. Just Looking for the habits, like if this is on purpose or yeah. kind of fluky, or are you gonna do this again? Then, yeah. Mm, okay. Right. How are you? But still, so that blows my mind. Is how are you so, so soft with that? 
when I you're you see it happening. We, uh, and you, they're again, close and friends. You, you did so say that they're they're kind of having like a more like. No, like very, you know, like it's very thing, right? very physical. Oh no, I was still <laughs> going back to the previous one. Oh yeah, talk oh. about the work character one. development. We're at work. Oh, yeah, that is so different. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought Wait, we were, what? I had gone yeah, back to man. The, he rerouted all the way to the back, to the front. <laughs> Wait, so we're not talking about the friend one? No, I didn't get your number for the last one when you said. Oh, 80. that's smooth. So eighty was yeah. for the. For the work. 80s for the work. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I was trying to get. Yeah. To, and I didn't. I and then I thought we moved number. along. That's what I. Yeah, I thought we were with a friend and like, yeah. hey, I saw your. No, I hadn't. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Wait, no. Yeah, I thought you answered for the work one. No, I didn't. You went to a 60, or a soft 55, you said. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking about. That's what we just said right now. But then she thought we were talking about the, the friend one where you see your Oh, so you gave your score one. and then you're going to give your justification. Son of a bitch. Right? I need some <laughs> caffeine. I'm tired. All right, let's, I need some right, chocolate let's go. The couple yeah. one. I need some senior, quick. Seen your friend with another person in public? Anybody's changed? No, that yeah. one. That was the one we, I thought we were were at 90. Are you staying at 90? Or? Yeah. Okay, so no change yeah, there. If anything, I'm at 110 now. After we just you were at 100 also. Oh, yeah. All right. And then the last one. Wait, where close. were you at? You didn't You know. You didn't <laughs> Again, one. I skipped myself this time. I was at 75. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably go to an 80. There it is. Yeah. We've changed minds today. We've changed yeah. minds today. And that's <laughs> Kaizen. Yeah. Boom. Kaizen. Kaizen. Kaiju. Um, that's not what that means. The close friend is on your on the most wanted list to oh, turn them yeah. in or not. <laughs> What's the reward? <laughs> Again, I guess so. Moral of the story is things need context. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, usually because like, if the board's right. fifty thousand, it's kind of like ah, oh, bro. Never mind. You take your <laughs> another Simpsons reference. You remember when Homer? Uh, he's at the. It's a Halloween episode where he's at the Froger shop, and then the guy's okay. telling him like, "Oh, this comes with the frozen yogurt." And he's that's like, good. Oh, that's good. And then they <laughs> but they're high in calorie. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> They keep, I but already you forgot that. But right. you get to have your own flavor. Oh, that's good. But their flavors are like potassium cyanide, right? Yes. Over. Like, oh, that's bad. No, well, the last one so he says quiet. And he's yeah. like, that's can bad. I go now? <laughs> can I, I go now? <laughs> so that's kind of what this reminds you. Like, how do you know when you have enough evidence to, yeah. no, that's to true. make the opinion? Like, you're already, oh, free yogurt. Cool, yes. And then, oh, but it comes with this. Like, ah, oh, damn it. But Ooh, then it's this. I do like how you how you threw that around as an analogy. Very nice. Yeah, you know, I agree with you though. Um, uh, and should we keep making uh, forming our opinions right away based on the first? Like, oh, this is good. What was my score for that one? Zero. <laughs> you said you would do it, just change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably still would change the channel. I think. Both. Um, you change the channel, but at least a five. <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, like a, maybe like a hard four, maybe. Okay, okay, okay. But look, look, like, in all seriousness with this, what if your friend was a person who just shot up a church? A church. Hmm. Or shot up a school. Okay, see, again, context. <laughs> and see, why does it matter whether it's a church or a school? Um, let me see here. <laughs> Or in anything, like, is that okay? That this person is, um, what if it was Vicky? Like if she shot up a school? Mm -hmm. Oh man, oh Who's man. Change the channel? Who's I'd probably the mute it. <laughs> Who's the villain here? Uh, 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 uh. That's true, because I didn't turn you in. Either, 
Yeah, but what, are, what would be your justification for shooting? You know what? That's a Me? topic for a different story. Um, I did what I did. Hmm. Obviously, the action was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. No motive. Now, it doesn't matter the motive. So the reason why I said zero in the beginning is, well, no, like, are we going to reveal what we do or not? Or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Then with this new information, I'd probably go with a hundred. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm a man of just both ends of the spectrum. There's no in between for me. It's like it's either hundred or fucking. It's zero or hundred. I, I feel you. Yeah, hundred or zero. What is it with you only children? Uh, We're very extreme. Yeah. You are extreme. Uh, so I'd probably go with a hundred now. I change it, but I will give you my justification why I went with zero in the beginning after we reveal what it is that we do. Kill, kill bark, kill. Coffee beans. <laughs> Dude, that is that's one of my favorite jokes of all time in The Simpsons. Just because it works on like, I was gonna say so many levels, but it honestly works on like two <laughs> levels. But it's so genius. I love it. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because like, with this reporting, it would you call the person first? Like in my head, if they were this close, I'd be like, "Is this for real? Did you do this?" And be recording it just in case, right? <laughs> I'm just nice. kidding. But like. You know? It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. No, no. It, no, it yeah, is terrifying. It is so scary. I actually ran into a situation like that um, way back when, when one of my, uh, I don't even know what you would call him, colleague, uh, mm. a fellow, I guess mm. a colleague, um, they called me and I was in class and they say, hey, they just arrested this person. And I was like, oh my God, that's the wrong person. Like, what do you mean? What's going on? And then later on to find out, like, this person was for real a bad person. And I was like, oh, my God. Just my world was flipped upside down. And I didn't know how to feel about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I would have known, I think that I would have probably contacted that person first and be like, is this for real? Like, is this, you've done this? You've you've done these crimes like and then but there's um, like a really high chance that that person would have lied to you know no i didn't i didn't do them i don't or, think so or try to justify themselves or try to justify them like yes i did like but you don't understand it. why mm-hmm. so now let me tell you before you hear but you fake did news. it mm-hmm. Again, like but Ricky you said, did you it already it doesn't matter why you did it it doesn't matter why you are villainous you so, are still so that person doesn't doesn't deserve any sympathy just they like Cruella. They do deserve sympathy. Boom. However, they must, in my mind, right, I still think that they have, they've endangered so many people. They've changed so many other people's lives that they do need to pay for what they did. It doesn't matter what their intention was. It is what, there was, it doesn't matter the motive. It's that they did it. Right? And so, like, I think that that was, like, that brought up, and I'm like, <laughs> past trauma. And I was like, whoa, that's a question. <laughs> right? Because it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like, if I would have known, oh, they're looking for this person, do you turn them in? I mean, do you? Like, you, what if it's your coworker and you're like friends with them? Like, you're really good friends with your coworker. And you just found out that they've created, they've, they've done something heinous, and terrible. And now everybody's looking for them. What do you do? Yeah. 
because you trust this person and you don't know them to be the villain, but obviously they have done something. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're preaching. I I changed my answer to hundred. No, I'm not. I'm not preaching about fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got all defensive. Why are you getting defensive? I changed my answer, guys. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah, you were the one that you were asking about, huh? Well, yeah, but not, I already answered yeah. though, and yeah, you were right. It was it was Vettelstrom, but like I I got all defensive. <laughs> That's why oh, I give yeah. the ninety, because I would still want to hear their side of the story. Mostly, I guess I'm a methy. You're a what? Methi, Methiche. Oh, like I want to know. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a great pastime <laughs> of mine. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It is. <laughs> again, is it a, you too? Or what? No? It's, yeah, it's like an only child thing again. What did we do now? <laughs> 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 You're Tichi. You're Methiche. We're just used to being told everything. That's true. Why do you have no, anything to hide? No, on me, Mom. What, what do you do? Mm-hmm. But again, you're hearing that side of the story first, and then you side with that one. What if I your mean, dad told you the side of the story first? I mean, again, Either way, both happened. Why? Again, public opinion is just how they swayed me. Like, if my dad tells me, like, hey, I did fuck up, but he was like, you know, 20 bucks. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're innocent. <laughs> Damn, you're cool. Oh, my gosh. You see, like I think I'm a, I'm a little bit different than that. Like that. But no, I'm just kidding. I that's why I'm, like, <laughs> learning to. Don't say that. Don't it's got to be 35 bucks. Well, I mean, that way people know my prices. <laughs> trying to run a business here. You're like, you're uh, like 12 now. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't disappoint me. I knew you wouldn't disappoint. This has been very entertaining. <laughs> These right. coffee beans are um, really helping. So, what yeah, do we... It was really good. Our reveals of occupations. Well, ours, we already <laughs> told you guys in the last one, but in case you forgot... I've been a <laughs> teacher for no just way. finished my 13th year. No way. Oh, you're not surprised? Uh, what? <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> of what? <laughs> what do you teach? Music. Musica. <laughs> wow. Veronica? I am a speech language pathologist. Boom. You remember how she taught Frank how to say epistemology? Mm-hmm. Epistemology. Mm. Still got it. Yes. Boom. So, my, uh, I was talking a little bit earlier and I almost revealed my. My first degree, which was in um, musical theater, but I focused in theater, so I did have <laughs> quite a different uh, perspective on some of these movies and literature and <laughs> the way I read and watch movies are very different. Um, I don't look to be spoon-fed. I do like to look into the the pits of everything. Yeah, like to be um, detective and watch mm-hmm. No, one, I'm looking for beats. Part. I'm looking for yeah. action. I'm looking for motivation of all of these these people. And so uh, that's why this was very fascinating to me, um, because of my first degree, not my my master's. Nice. Victoria and Francis. Who would you like to go first? Sure. Mm-hmm. General, I, I told you earlier, I like to change a lot. Yeah. Um, you should get on the list of what you've done. I know. Go for it. Very providing person. <laughs> Very providing. Yeah. My bachelor's is in human services, so you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I forgot you have a bachelor's. Let's <laughs> see. Not in that. What you just said. Not that, yeah, it did. It did. I did. I'm sorry. Sorry, my mind I went there. I haven't tried that, that realm. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, pays the bills. Whatever pays the bills. Wait, yeah. it's illegal, right? Never mind. Okay. Um, no, but um, currently I am a legal assistant. So she would know if that's illegal or not. <laughs> Damn, you have I done a lot of things. Yeah, she honestly has, yeah. And uh, I'm just an independent writer and director of film. So that just pretty much means you haven't seen any of my work. <laughs> but, yeah. but as we were saying, that's where the, the beauty and the development is. Um, you get to write freely and you get to um, cultivate, cultivate a lot of stuff. I like to think so, yeah. But that's one of the reasons, going back to that question you answered, one of the first time I answered Zero, because I had a script idea that I wanted to do where pretty much what you just explained. There's a, it's a group of like three or four friends who are down on their luck and they find out that their high school friend is on the most wanted hit on the list. And they're like, who knows him better than his best friends? Let's go find him and turn him in for money. <laughs> and that was the basis of that script. So immediately my mind went to like a script and I was like, oh yeah, 100% I'd sell him down. <laughs> or no, not sell him down, sorry. But uh, yeah, no, again, man of extremes. So I changed it to 100 on that one. Um, Vicky, you just won a um, something pretty awesome. I think you should tell the public. Oh, okay. So for my start, you know, we went to some kind of other uh, niche place. They're not niche, but I used to be house camp on the farm, uh, film in area, and I love uh, professional theater. <laughs> Sorry, I burped. I, I burped. <laughs> weird fucking burp. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Damn it, we had training before this. I know. 90% of this I was not burping into the mic. attention. <laughs> and that's why I did it this way. <laughs> I was trying to make it as cute as possible because she knows that everything I do is very aggressive. So, like, my sneezes, sometimes I've sneezed to the point where, like, blood comes out. Your walking is aggressive. <laughs> Straight up. So, I have, on my keys, I have a lanyard. And yeah, I was walking, and then we were walking by those little fucking machines that have the quarters, and you're like, oh, look, a bubble gum. Oh, no. My lantern got stuck in one. <laughs> I could have sworn the whole thing, almost yeah. all thing moved. I ripped my lantern, and then the key ring, that's supposed to be about this big, it was literally like this big. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. I was in the line just oh taking God. all my keys out. I'm like, look at this. It's aggressive. So I was, trying to make it, I was trying to make it cute for the podcast, like a... <laughs> Rather than just like, <laughs> 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 sound like a fucking velociraptor when I sneeze. Then Veronica has this aggressive laugh and it's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason we sat in this, in this, in this, in this way. That's this crazy when, pattern. When I'm the normal. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so she just pointed out. Like, are we the normal? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Look at Y'all are villainous. <laughs> anyway, you were, that's right, because we see it the right way. Whatever. Um, you were saying? Oh, yeah. So I got adorable sneeze. awarded for perception design in one of the short films that Borsum Studio follow him on Instagram. They're at Borsum Studio. Yeah, we're done. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. follow him, yeah. please. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I got awarded a perception design award, so that was really nice. Nice. And oh, golf clap. it helped my ego. That's true. I was proud of you. Yeah, you're very Tell the people what I won. <laughs> Jack and you shit. <laughs> That's true. Oh my. And how long have you been with them? Just kidding. <laughs> 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 That's all the time we have for today. 
15 years? <clears throat> I think this has been the conclusion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right, you got to take the rest of I'm going to fucking finish these. Yeah, He's all hyper now as fuck. I'm trying we're, to stop. We're, it's like fucking um, drug. Eating chocolate. Dark chocolate beans. covered espresso beans. Cause it's because they're espresso beans. It is now we were, really Yeah, we were literally all kind of pooping out on this. Now we're like. I probably shouldn't have eaten those that no, much. All right, so the last two. No, no, no. The last one. <laughs> yeah, just one more. Yeah, but it's, it's going to happen. So I could be a lawyer. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you guys for doing this with us. No problem. It was, it was a blast. Yes, thank you for having us. Changed minds a little on, on what it seems like. We've that's true. I think, think me and Beto kind of switched our opinions on two of them. You stay pretty and much. with Frank, it's either it's all either or nothing. Work. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. If I, if I win no a million bucks, I'm Frank going straight to fucking Vegas. <laughs> betting all in black. All right. Go um, the Please visit our website, www.omni-versal.com. Email us any future topics you'd like. I did post a list of our topics we have upcoming, but it doesn't. Um, what happened? Frank just asked if, if our chewing was too loud. Oh, Frank? I kind of forgot, I'm be honest with you. Just providing I some ASMR. The, I started playing with the cans over here. I, I like, turned this mic off already. Just kidding. That was a smart move. You should have done it from the beginning. <laughs> that would look like we would have had no podcast. You would have been interviewing a mime. <laughs> Anyways, um, we have the list of topics there. Or let us know which one you guys would like to hear sooner than later. Follow us on Twitter. I'd like to post some of these um, questions and try to get a poll and see, get a feel for how the rest of the public feels about some of these topics. Follow our hashtags on Instagram from all our different sectors. So as Veto said, she's a speech pathologist. We have Speech Corner, where she gives a bunch of speech tips. Um, um, we're both musicians, so we'll do music stuff under Versal Arts there. That was how we originally started. Sign up for our email list. You'll get 5% off of anything that we sell on our, on our site, which I might have to put something for spoon feeding was a big topic on this one. So very good. To, you know, yeah, <laughs> so I might have to put something about yeah. spoon feeding on there. We did a shirt from the last one that was mm -hmm. Knowledge is Your Paddle. Nice. So By Rogelio Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> no, it was from the last. No, no, it was from podcast. the last podcast. <gasps> we suggest that our um, that you listen to it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, we're gonna be releasing episodes bi-weekly. Nice. So this one was recorded pretty early, so it might not be aired for a while. But all right, hope to see you guys in the next one. Yeah, I would love to come back. Bye. Bye.